0: Hello, and welcome to episode 125 of the Gaming Fix podcast on June 13th, 2020. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite Pantone color code. I am joined today by Alex... I'm so excited to pick up my new router, the PS5. Uh, also joining me, Pat. V will come too. Allison. It'd
1: be so cool if I could find like a cool Pantone, a Pantone <laughs> color right now,
0: but I can't. So. Sam.
2: Uh, video games. I'm on the podcast.
3: <laughs> and
0: also I joining in- it. <laughs> Joining us today is gamer extraordinaire, musician aplenty, pragmatic programmer, math whiz, and co-host of the top software development podcast, Coding Blocks, Jozak. That's not coming through, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't.
4: Hopefully that'll be on your recording, whatever it was. Uh, I hope it was air horns. uh, Yeah, it was.
0: Jozak, I have a very pressing question. What is it? I, I'm also in the two-first-name gang, uh, yeah, but yeah. I'm actually in the three-first-name gang. Me too. What, oh, what's your middle <laughs> name? It real personal right away. Yeah, Mitchell. Mitchell, okay. I got yep. William over here. So, you know. Congrats. Yeah, it's like um, almost but, um, an inverted how? Mitchell. It's not, but it's almost, we'll say. Are Are there
4: middle names that are not also first names? Oh, yeah. Some people do like last names.
0: The, do they? they don't like. I don't know. They do like, or another person's no. middle name. I don't know. It's one weird. of what one of
2: just like one nonsense. of my middle names is my mother's maiden name. Yeah. Oh, okay. like Wait. Okay. Sorry. Stuff like that.
5: Sorry. One of yeah. Sam has two middle
2: names. We've been over. Oh this. right. We have been over this. <laughs> Sorry. That's my my Twitter <laughs> account is my initials. Your your every right. account is your initials. Yeah. My <laughs> every account is
4: my. Middle. <laughs> my middle name is James. So I guess I just kind of always walk through life thinking everyone's middle names. We're also first names.
1: Yeah, my middle name is Claire. Now that we're going through all of this, and <laughs> same, I kind of just assumed like, oh, it's a first name that they didn't give you. And
5: mine is Jean. Uh, so
4: Jean that rules. Jean. <laughs>
5: so, good. so there's some good middle names on this podcast. So if, I, ever,
2: I, if, like, I, I, I you, the, that was really funny and no one caught it. No, I. heard the tr- I did not. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Well. <laughs> Off to a rip-roaring start.
2: <laughs> after My our, son's name is also, middle name is also James Pop. Huh. I have a P, uh, James.
1: James Harrison. Uh, no,
2: oh. <laughs> it's Howard. P, PJ. PJ. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you in a little
6: secret. My initials are also Jay-Z, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. has been uh, the source of so many great jokes uh, since I've, like
3: 1990. <laughs> Yeah. And great none and that appropriate ever jokes
6: yep, yep. <laughs> always <laughs> Yeah, there's a few songs that uh, I've had sung to me which is awesome that Open sounds over. very fun <laughs> yeah.
0: alright well you yeah, gotta lengthy the EGS file I, I, I can't <laughs> do a Jay-Z impression that's, <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. uh, well uh, since you're the guest and you told us you have a bit of a question for us we'll start off there before jumping into the meat of this episode
6: all so, uh, right, yeah. Kick us off, Joe, Zach. So uh, I uh, grew up playing, you know, Nintendo and, and RPGs, uh, and I loved them so much. Uh, Final Fantasy I, um up through... Probably Final Fantasy Seven was when I, like, started college and kind of fell off for a couple of years because I couldn't afford games. And then when I came back in, I had a hard time getting into RPGs, and I've been wanting that. And now that I have a Switch that I can play, like, on the couch, while I watch the TV or, like, before I go to bed, I've been wanting to get back in. But uh, I think maybe, like... Between like world of warcraft and shooters have kind of ruined my attention span and so i'm trying to find uh, like a good solid like jrpg that's going to kind of ease me back into story driven games and i know listen to you guys talk about games like donk and roba or however you say it and uh, final VII remake and so i'm like dying to get back into one of these games but i i need something that's going to kind of ease me in a little bit and i i know that you are
4: the
2: right people to ask so I actually have some advice here based on <laughs> you saying that you like World of Warcraft. I I oh. know every person is going to say individually actually, on this yeah, podcast. You probably
1: yeah know what I'm going to say.
2: So no. if you are a big World of Warcraft fan, you should play the Xenoblade Chronicles Remaster that just came out I because mean, okay. it plays like an MMO, um, but it has a really good story that, and it's one of those games that you can like. I play it while listening to podcasts while like. Basically, whenever you go to a new area, there'll be a big story section. Then there'll be do whatever you want, and you okay. can go around and pick up items and stuff. And the,
4: there'll, like be, there'll be there'll be pick up around forty seven side quests, which is not yeah. an exaggeration. Yeah.
1: Oh, I yeah, I just oh. started playing it last night because uh, the JRPG that I'm playing right now is is making me mad. So <laughs> yeah, I basically did that where I was just like picking up a bunch of side quests in the first area, going like. So I, this is my
4: life now. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're you're you you start playing and it has such a cool intro sequence, and then I like ran out of gas very quickly because it was like, oh, I'm going to be doing this for a long time. But uh, but it is a cool game. I mean, combat wise, have you played? Um, have you ever seen or played Final Fantasy Eleven? Oh uh, yeah, I played it. It's okay, so the combat in in Xenoblade is like a little bit faster version of that game. Where you're like you select someone to, to to attack and then you push the start combat button and then it kind of zooms into a like you're, pay, you're you're circling them and attacking auto attacking on a timer and then you have abilities that you're using on cooldowns. Um, the combat's very okay. cool for sure.
6: Yeah, I like that. Like go get five carrots and kill three bandits or whatever. I, I kind of like that grindy mindless stuff. You'll so.
2: like Xenoblade. Yes, right. <laughs> that
4: is there is a. There's a lot of that. And I will say they did make it smart where um, there's like uh, a lot of different like difficulty modes that are more like a quality of life modes where if you get tired of doing the side quests, you can just flip on the casual mode. And then it means that you can progress through the story without needing to worry about grinding extra. Or if you do all the side quests and get way too powerful, there's also an expert mode where it kind of adjusts the game working on the assumption that you're doing everything um and makes it harder so yeah
6: okay oh, complain about something real quick
4: uh, absolutely, absolutely. That just me that's we do that a lot
6: here <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that all sounds fantastic uh i have to make sure uh one thing though i cannot stand when games have uh like super crazy inventories like divinity or or fallout so or skyrim when you' like oh cool axe let me pick oh i'm I can't walk now. I've got to go figure out which items are the least valuable. So I have to drop. So I spend up the whole, like, my whole time playing. and like, trying to figure out, like, which cheese is the best one to drop and which one isn't using in craft or <laughs> re- recipes. So I, I have to have a smaller inventory. I like stuff, but I, I don't want to go through, like, pages of it, like in The Witcher or whatever.
2: So Xenoblade has no weight to inventory. You can carry, like, 10,000 bits of armor. Well, okay. like 10,000. The max inventory is, like, 450 i think or it's enough that you don't worry about it um and i've i've been playing i'm like 15 to 20 hours in i think and i've not hit max inventory ever
4: okay and i also think it um i haven't interacted with the inventory a ton but one of the complaints about the original was the um the the ui in general had some issues when it first came out on wii um and so they, from what I understand, they did uh, do a lot of work in this re-release to, to kind of clean a lot of that stuff up. And I've heard that that's one of the most improved areas of the whole package is that the inventory and UI and skill system and stuff has all gotten a huge bump. So I don't think you'll run into that issue, but um, it's definitely not a like a Bethesda, are, it's much more like an MMO in the way that your yeah, inventory works and It feels
1: like an MMO but single player. If
4: sure. you can deal with WoW inventory, I'm pretty sure you could can, can deal with,
2: with Xenoblade, no yeah. problem. Yeah, It's okay. much more or, it organizes into subcategories by itself, which is really good. We did oh, everybody's wearing in
6: shorts game. in the game, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm the, into that. Shorts I, I, in general,
0: have, have you played uh, <laughs> played Smash? Like the Yes. Q, uh, Shulk. That's, yep, that's yep. where Shulk's from.
6: And, and I'm familiar with, uh, was it Nude Shulk? Yeah, yeah. It uh, was a couple
0: episodes ago. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. I had to Google that after the episode, so thanks for that.
4: It's Ryan time. Do you know? I just, had the, I just had a moment in my head where I was like, that was so funny when that happened on that podcast. And then I remember what podcast
0: it happened on. Nice laugh. Any other JRPG recommendations? Yeah I, yeah, I know that
1: everybody else saw this coming, but if you like to classic Final Fantasy and kind of want something similar-ish but with a new kind of twist on mechanic, Octopath Traveler is very good. Um, it like that that entire uh, it comes. It's basically, I think, from the exact same developers as the Bravely Default games, which is one of them, uh, which is what I've been playing. Uh, but uh, it has an interesting uh, combat system, uh, and it's while well, its story is more focused on individual characters than an overarching story, like the overarching story isn't really there, it's mostly focused on each individual eight characters and their own growth. I think that the eight characters that you play with are really good. So it's it's it's. I, I know that a lot of people have different opinions about Octopath, um, but I think that if you like that kind of classic Final Fantasy and you want something that kind of takes that and does something fun with it, then I, I'd recommend Octopath.
6: I played it. It's, uh, I played the demo. It was beautiful, but I I couldn't beat the first boss and I, I mm. rage uninstalled it. <laughs> totally fair. Just
5: immediately. No,
1: I totally get that.
6: Yeah, I think Octopath
5: is good. I would have two other recommendations. Uh, we talked about it before we started recording. One would be Dragon Quest XI. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's As, what I
1: thought that yes, yes. Sam was gonna say.
5: Yeah, especially if you like the kind of top-down JRPG, like old-school Final Fantasy style, because you I can do. switch into that. Like it yeah, has yeah. the and ability. A version you can. Yeah, you can switch. You can switch. Click uh, between the uh, yeah, like the straight-up modern kind of behind-the-back camera. Uh, that you expect from like you would have in Xenoblade, but yeah, then you can switch it to like the top-down like Chrono Trigger style.
0: Can you switch, or does it have to be? Do you have to you, lock into
4: one? The,
2: you can. You s- can switch.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, you have
4: to reload the because it's actually like two. It's not just top-down. It's yeah, also two yeah, D yeah. sprites and stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah, it, like yeah, yeah. they they made the entire game as both a three D modern JRPG and a two D mm-hmm. classic style JRPG. So you have to bop out, out to the menu. To save but points, it,
2: I think yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. And the so then, other one, oh, sorry, go for it, Sam.
2: Uh, yeah, Dragon Quest XI is probably the best JRPG this generation, mm. like on Ooh. the PS4, Switch, Xbox One generation. Uh, notably, I haven't mm. finished Final Fantasy VII remake, which apparently people love, but it's the best traditional JRPG in my opinion, and uh, it's it is real long though. Like, be prepared. I would. I'm over 120 hours in, and I've not finished Whoa. the second storyline. <laughs> oh so like, the, the, thing- <laughs> the game finishes, and then they're like, oh, do you want to like play a bit more? There's a couple of things you can mop up, and like 60 hours later, I'm still playing.
1: The one thing I'll say is that um, while it doesn't have the top-down 2D mode, uh, the Switch version has a really sizable um, demo, uh, it's I think about ten hours in that demo, it and is, yeah. it's, it's very. Does it's basically carry over? just the first part of the game. It, I th- it
4: does carry over. Yeah. You can carry your save, yeah, and, yeah. and <laughs> it also like the yeah you can't play the two D mode in the demo, but you right. can carry your save over to the full game, which has yeah. the two D mode in it, and then right switch but over if, to it. If you too.
1: kind of want to get a feel for yeah. the game, then you can definitely the the demo will pretty much tell you and and the demo is quite sizable uh i would say that i am i'm considering buying it because it's actually on sale for the first time on switch now um but for sure. i do think from what i from what i understand from sam uh the the start is a little bit slow
4: yeah. um it's a so, ramp for sure
1: yeah so i it's a game where i really want to be like because i do like jrpgs a lot I, I do want to kind of push myself and get into it but the first little bit can be kind of slow.
2: Yeah. yeah, It's perfect on the Switch as well. I think it's like the best console for it. I think it's... Uh, I would agree. uh, I've only played like
4: 20-ish hours of it, admittedly, because I just had no specific reason with the game that that was the case, but... Too um, many games. Yeah, but I would (laughs) say it's probably... Easily top 10 Switch games that I've played, if not top five, like across the console's library. Just it's a pretty fantastic game, yeah,
6: yeah. Um, so, uh, I I just have to throw in that, um, Dragon Warrior might have been my first RPG, and I got my parents to uh, mail in a check to Nintendo Power because you got it for free if you subscribed. That's great,
1: that's
4: amazing. That's so good. What's so (laughs) cool about Dragon Quest 11 and that whole series, too, is it's the same math like it's the same core systems from the original game hmm. in Dragon Quest 11. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So they've done slight refinements over the course of the series and there's been up there's been entries in the series where it's like, "Oh, this one has monster catching in it and this one has like a job system and stuff, but it's all the same. It's all based on the same core numbers because the math behind it is so good. And it was originally inspired by tabletop RPGs like D and D and stuff. So it's doing actual, when you attack and you have nine attack and the enemy has five defense or whatever, it's doing a dice roll. Um, (laughs) and that same core math from the original game exists in the game as it's, as it is now with refinements over time. But like, it's the same system it's, which is mind boggling to me. (laughs) Yeah. That's really cool that they ported that over.
5: Uh, the other recommendation I would have, sorry, uh, it would it hasn't come out on Switch yet. It's coming out in July, and that's yeah. Crosscode. Oh, uh,
0: that's not what mm-hmm. I was gonna say.
5: Yeah, well, there's a, yeah, but Crosscode is really good. It's uh, it's a sprite, hundred percent sprite based. It's kind of like a Zelda, um, it, like original Zelda, in that it, like it has dungeons and you're doing big puzzles and like. Uh, it's the kind of thing where you want to figure out those puzzles without having to consult a guide, if you know what I mean. Because like yes. they will, they will tease your brain, and it's actually like interesting. Like they have a bunch of mechanics going on that'll make you go, "Oh, I can do that!" Uh, oh, oh, and then you just kind of like blow the whole thing open, and it's great. Uh, but it's also very sci-fi. So uh, if you're into sci-fi
0: e kind of RPGs, it's one of those, and it has really good writing. So. There's, I'm looking at screenshots on Google and there's just a one punch man joke with like a Santa Claus guy. It's got a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> it, 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 can
5: be pretty referential, but it's, it's very, very good. Okay. And that it's also beautiful. like, it's
0: also like 20 bucks. I think it's pretty cheap. So, uh, also coming out next month on the switch is Paper Mario and the yeah. Origami King, uh, which. I'm going to be picking up because watching those videos, it looks very good. And I love like all the theming they're doing with like the stationery and the the origami stuff is just very good.
1: Yeah. And I have no idea how it's going to be considering the last couple of paper Mario games. Uh, (laughs) But um, it from the trailer. It feels like they kind of recognize what people want from a paper Mario game, but they're still doing interesting things with it. Um, because the the new trailer focused on characters and sto- and places that you can go that look interesting, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of what I want from Paper Mario. So, I I'm I'm just in this constant state of like, please be good about it.
6: <laughs> Super Mario RPG was pretty nice. I'd it love was. to see a part two. Mm. Yeah,
0: well, hopefully that uh, narrowed down some choices for you.
4: We got through a whole JRPG discussion without talking about trails.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't
4: think that's a
2: starter of JRPG. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> I think it's one of the best JRPGs series ever, but I don't think it's like a starter. Well, because only
1: only Trails is. Uh... I would start
2: with Persona. We don't, don't have Charles. to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I was congratulating us. <laughs> I, but, I, but I mean, but...
1: also like only Cold Steel three is going to be on Switch, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So and, and they've, yeah. they've announced no plans to port the original okay. two. So I don't Absolutely. know why they would four. Play it on Switch. Like true. Yes. <laughs> The yeah. only I'll other, be playing it on Switch, but
1: right. But yeah. I mean, like you, you've you played, played know, all of them, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. But the only other one that is completely a rumor is that Persona 4 Golden is coming to PC. If that came to Switch, Which that's like is the easiest... supposed
0: to happen today. Yes, yeah. it is supposed to happen today. Oh. There's a PC game show later today. At like, yeah, yeah, three a.m. So, my time. Damn. But
5: but it's if that comes cool. to <gasps> if that comes to Switch too, that's probably the easiest recommendation.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Uh, Persona yeah. 3 fan mm. self
1: is sitting I, I, here going, please port that too. I, I might say
4: <laughs> I think Dragon Quest 11 is on par with Persona 4 as, sure. as, as in I, terms of
2: yeah. I would say Dragon Quest is a better recommendation for someone trying to get back into. I would agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. True. So Persona 4 has that's 10 totally hours fair. of tutorial. <laughs> it does. And yeah, Persona, like, first, I feel like the first fight is four hours into that game.
3: This is, wrong, yeah. this is wrong. This is not
4: meant. This <laughs> is not meant as anything against Persona Four or Golden because I I love that game and I like all yeah, of Persona games, great. but it's also a monster catching game. Um, so mm-hmm. if you don't like, it's not this. I mean, it's 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 not Pokemon. You're not like tossing your monster out to fight, but it has a lot of those collection elements that are. It's yeah. still a JRPG. But it's a, it's a different kind of thing, I feel, than something yeah. like Dragon Quest, yeah, for sure. But, game, but yeah.
5: one, of, one of the monsters you can collect is literally Satan sitting on a toilet. Oh, yeah, the monsters
2: <laughs> <Those> are amazing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> one of the is a giant game. penis riding in a chariot. It's, it's true. true. The penis is so a true. chariot.
0: It's just it's all one thing, yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: It's like
4: the, no, never mind. Hey-ho. <laughs> Let's talk about the other thing we we're going to talk about for the rest of this episode. Talk
0: about <laughs> Jack Frost. He ho, hey ho. Oh, Jack Frost uh, is the best. Anyways, King Frost. And, yeah, King Frost. All right. Uh, well, this All week, right. the Sony they 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 did the thing. The they said, "Hey, mm-hmm. we got games. Y'all, y'all like games still? Maybe, y- yeah." Yeah, and uh, I, 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 you know, I wasn't sure for a little bit there. I was like, "Do I like games? I don't know." And I, then, t-
1: I I only do this gaming <laughs> podcast, but
0: I
4: like wasn't it? sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure for the first two minutes of this presentation how much I like oh games God, anymore. Yeah. You
0: know what? No, you know what? That that first two minutes, I went D- GTA Five. Really, really? Are we? Are we are no what? one's
1: ever played that game.
0: <laughs> that was.
5: That started on the PS3, <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, like late in the PS3. Is that? that I, game?
3: No, that's what I had it for. Is, is it, PS3? It, it, and I'm yeah. like, oh,
2: yeah,
0: 2012 I
2: it for, the
0: for the for I don't even know.
2: 2012, yeah. Now, I,
6: I watched it on YouTube and I literally checked to make sure I was watching the right one.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> 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 and what's I don't know if 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 Joe this is it's just it's as visceral for you, but. I know for me, seeing the Rockstar logo pop up on screen is like a like, oh shit, what is this gonna be? So for like half a second there, it was like, holy shit, what are we gonna get? This is amazing. Is this gonna be a new Bully? Is this gonna be a, a Red Dead expansion? Is <laughs> this gonna be Agent? Like,
3: well, who knows? Like, is
4: it a new thing? Are they going to yeah, announce GTA Six off the bat on this thing? And then, of course, it's GTA Five, and it's like, no, of course not. Rockstar's not going to make another yeah, video game. Yeah, and it's GTA what Five, but like about? for a
1: brief second, I was like, wait, is this going to be like GTA Five Two? Yeah, that's
0: uh, yeah. that's fair. Maybe it's a sequel to GTA Five. Maybe it's a sequel.
1: I don't know. The thing and, that and everyone then it's will, like, no, it's likes GTA, about
0: GTA Five. Seems to be the online at this point. Yeah, Yeah. I don't hear anyone talking about the story really.
1: Yeah, I mean not anymore. And but I was but I was like I don't know maybe it's it's.
0: I'm just like I I I
1: I kept trying to think of ways why this would be at the start of a Sony conference about PlayStation Five,
4: especially because you're right, Andre. Like people play the multiplayer, and the multiplayer has its has for good. I mean, it's good. It's cool. Yeah. Um, it's weird and impenetrable, yeah. but it's cool once you do penetrate it. But they, there's a bunch of story stuff in the trailer that they showed,
0: and yeah. and they went. That story, the story stuff is coming like next year, but we'll have GTA Online at launch. I that guess?
4: story like, was never yeah. great. Like <laughs> it, it's it's no. it's okay. It's, I would
1: be shocked if anybody was like. You know, I don't like the gameplay, but what I played Grand Theft Auto for is the story. Like, I was shocked.
4: GTA, like Vice City and San Andreas had pretty entertaining stories, and I think Four story is pretty great. Yeah. 5 was, like, fine, but there's a lot of pretty bad stuff in it that wasn't good at the time and that has not aged well in terms of, like... There is some transphobic stuff in there, and there is some torture stuff in there, and like I don't think drawing attention to that game's story is maybe the best thing for the moment. But
5: either way, like I think the one cool thing they did is like, oh, if you get a PS5, you get it for free. I mean,
0: yeah, you get you get GTA Online for free for three months. That's what it is. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, I misinterpreted (laughs) then. Don't that's worry. Not, it'll be so great. it'll be
4: like ten dollars, and they'll give you four oh, no. million they'll, dollars. They'll, in they'll charge money. you
0: sixty dollars for that.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Again, the way that they they throw that thing out like candy on PC, so yeah. they might for the first few months they'll probably after that that three months is up they'll spend two months trying to sell it to you for sixty dollars, and then the first <laughs> sale will happen, and it'll be like yeah fifteen.
6: It, so do you think the PlayStation Five that will come with a game
0: pre-installed on it? Uh, that Astrobot thing is pre-installed
6: yeah, okay it is yeah cause is I, like, it you actually? know you open the, the, the game mm-hmm. console christmas day and you have to go download 80 gigs or whatever you know it's just yeah. uh like it seems like they have to bundle a game with the digital oh. only version
0: otherwise uh, we, yeah like polygon mm-hmm. runs like a they have like a story they run every year it's like if you bought a console for your kids open it before update it mm-hmm if you have digital games, install those so the kids can actually enjoy it on that day. Instead Uh, of just
1: sitting watching the TV download. Yeah. Whatever, but yeah.
0: So hopefully like parents are savvy enough, you know, maybe they're like grandparents or whatever, buying consoles that aren't going to get that memo. Who knows? Um, But that information is out there for people. So hopefully it reaches them. Yeah. Um, But also I don't know how many you're going to be out there for like Christmas day with like, yeah. With the economy the way it is. They're <laughs> yeah. making they're yeah. making fewer consoles. They're but there will be some out there, but I, I think this year it's not so much of an issue. But I believe that Astrobot game is like is pre-installed. I like, cool was a neurotic it, Whatever g- it is. Oh. you you are erotic? What? No. Neurotic. <laughs> I was a neurotic
4: <laughs> enough child that if I had opened my a console on Christmas and it had been opened already by my parents, I would have been like, what is this? <laughs>
3: what have you <laughs> what I'm, have I'm you supposed to be done? the one to pop
0: the seal on this.
3: Uh, a lot <laughs> of, I would
0: have, <laughs> depending on the console, they're not necessarily sealed. Like No, just, but I would have wanted to, I would have
4: been like, you didn't let me start it for the first time. I mean, you I wanted to owl. watch it download.
0: <laughs> no, I kind
1: of might have been that same child too.
0: <laughs> I was a smart enough kid where, to, I mean, where you're like, wait, them. I didn't go
1: through the setup menus.
0: I mean, if, if the, I was uh,
1: the one who's supposed to say like, that I want this console in English.
4: Like, I'm the one who's supposed to say no. We don't need parental features. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you remember when? So when, like, Nintendo,
6: Super Nintendo, I think even like uh, some of the Sega systems, they came with a game. So like, everyone who yeah. had the Master System had Altered Beasts. and so like yeah, it was just like common thread or Super Mario World. So it was cool that like when everyone got it around Christmas, you would go in, you know, after the, the holiday break, and uh, you know everyone had the same game to talk about, which mm-hmm. is just really cool. And I don't know that there's a single game that you could really come, you know deliver with the PlayStation 5 that would kind of unify the world like that but that's the yeah. kind of stuff we need now. It's called well,
0: Fortnite.
4: Oh jeez. <laughs> well, based
0: on the, the, the Sorry, Alex, yeah. go ahead.
5: I was just gonna say the last one I can think of is Wii Sports. But
2: yeah
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. The real answer is right. hectic. Come on guys. <laughs> <laughs> the answer
4: <laughs> The answer for the PS five might be Spider Man, because I don't know that any other games are coming out at launch. <laughs> Like itself, it depends. Yeah.
0: Like they're they've got. I think I think they said like sixteen games for launch or something like that. There's uh-huh. there's an interview somewhere, and Death Loop is one of those games, and that might that's a contender for Game of the Year already in my book. <laughs> uh, obviously, I haven't touched it, haven't played it, but I'll I've be, just yeah. been enamored yeah, with it, it looks, since it the trailer good. the first like last oh, year. Yeah. I think
4: that that is it, it yeah. looks. I mean, they're doing the thing that if you were to make a Dishonored remake, the thing you would do, in my opinion, is make it one contiguous map.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, And that's what they're doing with Deathloop is it's one huge map with eight targets on it. But yeah. it also has a fucking awesome art style.
1: Yeah, the, the aesthetic of that trailer was so rad. It was, Again, it was it, very good.
4: It's like someone. It's like they saw We Happy Few and said, hmm, "This is going to be a bad video game," and then made a good video game <laughs> yeah, instead. <it's> like,
1: hmm, <laughs> this is interesting. Let's make it good. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that game looks. Uh, it's, it's very close to the top of my list for mm-hmm. most anticipated stuff. Uh, the multiplayer stuff makes me believe
0: less interested. You don't have to. You don't have to turn it on though. You can. You can yeah. turn it off. Yeah, oh, and, that's
5: good. And to be clear, that multiplayer is kind of Dark Souls style invasions where yeah. another yeah. player can kind of come in and try and murder you. As
0: <laughs> yeah, so there's I can't remember the guy's name. Like the main, the protagonist is this uh, guy, and then there's an assassin who's trying to kill people, and then one of the people you're trying to kill is a woman named Juliana, I believe. I don't. And
5: think you're trying to kill her. I think she's actively opposing you. I. think...
0: I'm hey, trying to remember I, think I believe right? she yeah. is she is I believe she is one of the targets. Okay. Um, but she uh, so depending on your loop another player could be in the game as Juliana. Yeah. And trying to hunt you down and kill you. It,
3: for me, is I it, mean
0: sorry, Sam. Is it a roguelike? Like yeah. when you
4: die, yeah. do you start yes. the loop again? Yes. yes. Yeah. I don't think it's as much uh, it's, of a I don't
0: think it's a roguelike. Light. Rogue light. I mean, I think it's more yeah. like
1: roguelite where like yeah. it has that kind of loop
0: where you, uh, it, it's, where it's you an Outer Worlds like or Outer Wilds like uh where <laughs> <Yeah>. you loop <laughs> and still doing th- it. you're lear- you're learn uh, you're learning the uh the routines of your targets and trying to piece all that together so you can kill everyone in one loop.
4: But I think you're probably also in a dishonored way, not in a loop game way, getting um, upgrades and equipment and stuff that's that's right. persistent. I would think. Um, uh,
1: I mean, that's what I, I, if, if
0: it's t- like if it's a Groundhog Day situation. I think you're probably figuring out where things are and then going back to pick them up. I, I think I don't that know, would make but. me
4: less excited because that seems a little tedious. But but who knows? Like, I, I I would imagine there's some kind of
0: persistent progression to
5: like you're kind of thinking more like Rogue Legacy Dead Cells style, where you're kind uh, of getting some of. permanent upgrades.
0: I bet I bet there are permanent upgrades because there's yeah. like Dishonored style teleport and like oh, yeah. telekinetic powers yeah. and stuff. Upgrades to that kind of stuff like, is yeah, what I mean. yeah, your powers I think will upgrade, but I don't necessarily think your like equipment loadout. Well, necessarily, yeah. Like sure. This nail gun where he just like <laughs> pours a bunch of nails in willy nilly, yeah, <laughs> and just works. That's pretty cool. It is pretty yeah. cool. If
5: if that was coming from almost any other studio, I would be pretty suspicious of it. But the fact that it's coming from Arcane makes mm-hmm. me feel like yeah, that's probably going to come
4: out really well. What I think the I'm sort of also say I'm not interested in playing through that game with the risk of getting attacked by another player all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think that game could actually turn into a pretty awesome like. Once I've played it and I know how it works, going in with the assumption of getting someone as an opponent and then having that kind of cat and mouse game happen on a hard difficulty oh, sounds yeah. pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, the uh, I I am very excited for uh, Death Loop.
5: That's you know that's and, not the first game I thought we were going to talk about.
0: Well, you know we we got here because uh, it's one of the most of exciting. So. That yeah. Um, there's
5: but, there's only one that's more. That's,
0: there there's a it's, lot of games that are exciting here. I think.
5: Yeah.
3: What I, I, are you thought,
0: talking about, Alex? I'm, I'm talking what? about Bug Snacks. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Bug <laughs> Snacks from the creators of Octodad, <laughs> yeah. six years in the making. Bug Snacks. Bug, bug Snacks looks pretty pretty cool.
1: I. Can't stop
0: thinking about bug Max. You know, I noticed uh,
6: I kind of zoomed in a little bit. Some of the some of the things had like hot dogs for ears. Yeah,
1: yeah.
6: <laughs> yep. uh, I, I was like, "Oh, that. sold."
4: I, I was into it from at first. I was very into the art style, but the, but I immediately assumed when we saw the little strawberry that it was not going to be a game I'd care about playing. Uh, well,
5: Pat, we were watching it together with Allison, and, and the first yeah. thirds, the first words out of your mouth was, "Oh, this isn't a game for me, but it's very cute."
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But then by the time we got to the submarine sandwich centipede I was yeah. just I'm just fully in all the way cuz it's like I thought it was going to be like a, a very twee like cute, cute bug game yeah But the fact that it's actually just like a fucking acid trip means that I am very much going <laughs> to check that, that thing that out
0: theme song yeah. That played
4: the whole it time. It didn't stick with me, but but people it, kept saying it, it, was it was just
0: like realizing like the lyrics. I can't remember exactly what they are, but I was like, oh, this is this is a whole. i have to look. I'll have to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't catch the theme song really uh, at yeah.
4: all.
2: Uh, just I, um, the lyrics are very good.
4: I was. I, I think my I was friend,
2: just, as the trailer started, cloudy with a chance of PS Five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 but
1: I think that it was one of those things where we're talking. Like I think we were probably talking over it. And I think it's just it, it, in our group call about it, we just kept going like, wait, what, what? <laughs> that, like I, we, we, it was just like, a okay. lady's
0: hands turned into strawberries. Yeah. Like French fry. <laughs> Everything yeah. turned curly into. fry. And then,
5: and then the ending was like a nightmare horror movie scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. And they said on Twitter that, that if you thought that stuff was weird, that like, that was the tip of the iceberg. Oh, so.
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> Give, give me that blood of uh, not blood snacks, blood, uh, snacks.
4: snacks. Blood. blood that's snacks a different problem. game. That's a, that's, or, or that's, maybe that's, that's, that was at the it. Xbox event.
0: Uh, yeah, um, all right. Well, where I was gonna go <laughs> since we were on Deathloop was I was gonna say the other Bethesda game, Ghostwire Tokyo.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, which yeah, good. Uh, the ga- looks good. Like gaming's it. sweetheart, Ikumi Nakamura, right? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did art design on or was director on she, she has I, since left yeah she
5: was art director and then she left she's the best so she's, she's great
0: the people art stop being game, weird at her on twitter please yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah that, what do we think of ghostwire tokyo
4: i'm kind of lukewarm on it at this point i thought you it know,
1: looked like, fine like it, it it looked interesting but it's not something that immediately stuck, stood out to me
0: it's just uh, so colorful.
4: Condemned. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it looked like Condemned. Really, it was first person. I mean, it, it looked as much like
0: it looked like a bunch of kind of like the Elder Scrolls, like magic kind of stuff. But yeah, doing like ninjutsu or something because yeah. like bodies are like blowing up and you, weirdness.
5: You can also tell that it was the people who made uh, the evil within. Like, with yeah. just kind of the way some of the world was going all funky and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's very evil within. So, if it's uh, like that, but doesn't control terribly, it could be okay.
4: I will say to that point, Joe, that I like that the fact that it was a. It didn't. This is why I don't. It didn't remind me of Condemned, is that it had a lot of bright colors and stuff in it <laughs> along with the drearier stuff. So, that was cool from an art perspective. It, yeah, it's got style. But there's a lot of, I guess, there's a lot of first person horror games that I haven't played that i would like
0: to play and i don't even know if it's a horror game like yeah. maybe it's
4: horror themes it's maybe not mm-hmm. a horror yeah. horror game but
3: yeah
0: yeah
6: you know uh all the trails really like uh it was like style color style color style mm-hmm. color I, mm-hmm. I kind of uh going into this event i expected to see like Cold rain, neon lights, flashing puddles—you know, reflections type stuff. That's why I was sure. expecting going in. I expected like Killzone Seven or whatever they're on, but <laughs> instead be I got four, like five, five. That'd be five, five hundred. Five? Yeah, it <laughs> might as well be five hundred for me. It's like, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I played that game already. Um, with just mm-hmm. different games. Yeah, uh, I, I think yeah, they did right. a great job of like not doing the standard fare and well, doing like. Yeah, they they did some of it, but it was not like an predictable show,
3: really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like
5: one of the things they did with the PS4 event was they made such a big deal of their particle system, and then it was like everything you saw was like, oh, check out knack. It's literally just the tech demo of the game.
3: Yeah, and then like yeah. you had
5: Killzone Shadowfall, where it was like, oh, check out this glass that shattering. It's like, and then we there's need all a first the person particles and,
3: I
4: and, think, yeah, I th- I think I am, and maybe I'm alone on this, but I am deeply bored of the Sony like like the room goes dark and then there's a music stinger that is either a like sharp Japanese flute or a Last of Us 2 style guitar line banjo or a banjo (laughs) and then like slow fade up to character just like standing or sitting Mm
3: -hmm.
4: like that that's that's they've done that so many times there uh,
0: wasn't really any like Sony Prestige. You mean Oscar bait games? Yeah, there <laughs>
4: <laughs> there were no Oscar it, bait it games. Wasn't, it wasn't
0: like the Sony House style on yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah which uh, I think was, a, was. It there's a lot
1: of interesting choices because I definitely was expecting more of that, like that Sony.
0: I guess Horizon was there. Uh, which well, yeah, is, I mean, falls in. It's not. It's not the Uncharted, yeah. Last of Us, God of War style, but it is.
4: No, Horizon's yeah, it, it so was,
0: colorful, and there's something. It feels oh, I'm not even and, talking about the color. I'm just talking about like the style of game. Yeah, but it's like they the didn't third person.
5: They didn't story. They didn't play it up in that way. Like they didn't just no. focus on Aloy's face and like, oh, yeah. here we go. That's kind
0: of what I'm getting at. Yeah, is it's yeah.
4: more <laughs> the style of reveal of like very somber music playing and and, a, and slow pans and like, yeah, focusing on the yeah. the, the emotional pain of the people.
0: That yeah, seems that, to have been we, like we we didn't really get any many games like that in no. this review. Uh,
2: seems like what Pat's trying to say is that his favorite trailer was Godfall. God, <laughs> that trailer was awful.
5: Should be noted, I didn't even put Godfall on our list. <laughs> that was an like,
4: explicit so, choice. <laughs> I'm so bad about it because I came to a realization late last the year track that that the game <laughs> yeah. the game that I really want. Is a destiny like game, but one that's like focused on melee combat and and like swords and wild armor and kind of World hmm. of Warcraft almost aesthetics, uh, a but, that, but oh, like no. a, 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 a slash, slatter. a, a slatter, slaster. Uh, oh, and that is 110% what Godfall <laughs> is. They literally call it a looter slasher, and I think the art style is kind of dumb, but I, I, a sucker for that kind of like. Statue people in ridiculous techno fantasy armor um, with swords that don't make sense. Uh, but I think that game's going to suck.
1: <laughs> it's,
5: it's Gearbox. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah.
4: How is Gearbox publishing? Who knows? I believe <laughs> actually, Gearbox is making it too, but I could not it
1: was It was so funny though, because I, 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 in, in our group call while, while we were watching this, like, I feel like no, the, it's counterplay. we saw, we saw oh, yeah. a Gearbox pop up and we're all just kind of like, oh, okay.
4: What's funny is that Borderlands 3 is probably my favorite game that Gearbox has made.
0: Well, Pat, their Counterplay's previous game was a game called Duelist, which was a collectible card game. I'm familiar game, with digital. Duelist. Yeah. Uh, so.
4: Oh, people like Duelist. Duelist is very good.
3: Well, but it's go. also, uh, Duelist can...
4: is a is a pixel art strategics card game. So I don't mm-hmm. know that there's a lot of uh, tracking experience between the two things.
0: They they made a good game before. It might be a good game again. Who knows? Who knows? But I hope
4: so, because that game would be it would be cool if that was what that that game was at, what I wanted it to be.
0: At least now we've like we've seen the growing pains with these service games, like the especially these loot service games, and like you can kinda know what to expect. You can get like a thing with Destiny where it's like, okay, yeah, no, this seems pretty good, and I'm out of content. Uh, but it's fun to play, or you get like the anthem, where you're like, there's just not enough here. Oh, let's there. hope this, that Godfall is not an anthem. Uh, I, well, I think yeah. uh, Avengers is going to be an anthem, but yeah. we'll see. You show that your that mouth. I don't <laughs> want right. it to be. He's right, Sam. I, I will play it with on you. Anything, but <laughs> but uh, I'm just, <laughs> what I've seen, I'm like, mm, but that's also because a lot of what they show is like Iron Man, and that Iron Man is just a javelin. <laughs> So,
4: okay. Right. Okay. Whoa! 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 <laughs>
0: that javelins, like javelins are just Iron Man's. Yeah. Let's, sure. Let's get the lineage straight. <laughs> Iron people.
5: Okay. So I have a question for for Joe. Was there any one game that, like, obviously most of these we had never heard of, but was there one takeaway game that you were like, "Oh, that really surprised me." Like, that seems like I just got pulled into it immediately. Like.
6: Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember, uh, there was one that stood, oh, I, I took notes on it, um, so I'll keep babbling while I look that up, yeah. but, um, oh, yeah, uh, so, uh, Solar Ash was the oh, one yeah. that yeah. I mm. think. looks awesome.
5: Absolutely.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, just the art style just looks so cool. I guess it's the
4: Hyper hyper Drifter. Um, hyper, yeah. 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 And yeah Zoe yeah. Quinn is the writer on it.
1: And then um. also, yeah, it's like Annapurna, too. Um, yeah.
3: It's a perfect story it's,
0: it, it's got uh <laughs> it's got a black hole. It's like space. Uh yeah. yeah. space aesthetic stuff.
5: That was such
4: we, a cool way to start here. it. <laughs> it looks like you use those like sci-fi roller blades and skate around and do stuff, which I have heard comparisons to like jet set. Yeah. But with more combat stuff and in, in, in a more abstract fantasy sci-fi world, yeah, that game looks awesome. I'm very yeah. very excited about it. And
5: the idea of it, maybe it looks like it could take place in that black hole, so it looks like there could be some non-Euclidean geometry going on, which mm-hmm. I'm which yes. immediately which just like
3: extremely yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and that's kind of one of the other things that I liked about this um, uh, entire presentation in in general was that they felt like yeah, we're going to show a couple of these. More indie type titles. Totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. like they, it's, it's certainly not necessarily like an indie showcase, but at the same time, it was, uh, it, it was nice to see something but, like that or and something like They felt uh, important.
0: Yeah. They, they yeah. got as much time as some of the bigger games. Right. Some of them got more time than some of the big games because, you know, maybe the big game just had like a short trailer or whatever, but.
1: Right. Which uh, was, was really exciting to me because it's, uh, I, I hope that more and more consoles are aiming for that indie market as well.
0: Uh, how about you, Alex? Anything that we haven't talked about stick out to you in particular?
5: I was super into that uh, Kina, the Bridge of Spirits.
3: Mm, mm-hmm, that, that looked beautiful. Good.
5: looked so cool. I'm really excited for that one. Especially okay. if they like do something really interesting with the story, which knowing that studio um like they they're the ones who made like the fan uh the fan made kind of majora's mask movie um mm. like i think they have writing chops and they also have art chops so if they can make a compelling game then i would be super super interested in seeing what I, they do with it
4: i just kept thinking of cameo the you whole did time the trailer was oh, playing me too a little bit <laughs> that's not an indictment but
5: <laughs> no yeah i remember you saying game. that <laughs> yeah, I, I'm into it, and especially because it has like the Pikmin elements to it, which seem kind of fun. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that one a lot. Uh, All right. How about you, Andre? It looks like Pixar. Oh yeah, it looks like Pixar. Like it looks like a for real animated movie. It
6: does. It almost
5: it looks, really looks as
0: good as Toy Story. Finally,
5: we're there. <laughs> oh,
0: no. <laughs> no, but yeah. How about you? Uh, from, how about you, Andre? I mean, it's gotta be Resident Evil Eight. Like yeah. I knew it was gonna be there. Uh, I had seen the leaks already uh, Like they came out Months or like maybe last year Even but
3: yeah, we, we talked like about the village, village stuff Yeah, I need and, to
0: air a grievance
3: I yes. said
4: that I thought Resident Evil 8 looked cool and that I didn't Know that the village thing was going to be Resident Evil 8 And then I was savaged in the chat
1: I didn't know either About
4: how that oh, it, We talked yeah. about it and there were leaks
3: just <laughs> I mean, was trying I hate, to give no, it a compliment.
0: Completely. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's it looks real good. It's uh, it's gonna be so disgusting in like 4K yeah. with like the how wet. The, oh man! <laughs> well, the ray tracing in this RE engine is gonna be awful. Do yeah, in, like the best way.
5: Do you think they're gonna try and sell PSVR with it?
0: Um it, it's going to come out probably early next year like probably that January to March time frame. Mm-hmm. They didn't show PSVR at the end of that thing so I don't know. Yeah, don't but that
5: was so. that was such a big part of 7 at least for the P- yeah, PS4. Uh,
0: but yeah, um I would I would like well, I mean I'm not going to buy VR for that guy of a different <laughs> headset. If they did like VR on the PC version cuz they never put the VR in the PC version of 7. Um. So, I, I'm not gonna play it in VR or on P, uh, PS5. There is no way I could handle
4: playing that game in VR. Half-Life Alex is spooky enough at times that I'm
0: like, <laughs>
3: yeah. It's
0: <laughs> one thing. I, I'm not sure about the setting entirely because it reminds me a lot of Resident Evil Four. And sure, they're apparently remaking Resident Evil Four, which will probably be out. The year after? Wait, really? Oh yeah. Uh, right, maybe yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe right, not right, right. the year after, but maybe because the they're rumor, on like though. a pretty a pretty tight schedule with these lately. They've done like one a year since seven came out. Jeez. Um so Resident
6: Evil it was like that's what I expected this whole kind of event to be like, and I was mm-hmm. glad to see that it was there. But uh know just the kind of colors and the palace and the the water. Yeah. But one thing that confused me about the trailer, and I haven't played many Resident Evil games, but um you kind of opened the door. And this old guy shoots you, right? Like there's like a, he's yeah. got a shotgun and I, and then he's like, oh, sorry. And everything's fine. So I'm wondering like, who the heck are you <laughs> that can get shot by a shotgun? So I'm like, well, what's going on with the uh, story? So I'm, yeah. I'm interested. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, in seven, you get your arm chopped off and then, uh, they staple it back onto you and it just works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's it's just there's some funny because I'm watching Prison Break and a guy gets his <laughs> arm chopped off and then he gets it sewed back on. It does not work. Yeah, <laughs> but um, there's a lot of leaps of
5: lo- in logic that yeah. Resident Evil takes. Yeah, just, yes. Just weird. Like, did he well, miss? there's also they like, infect him
0: with yeah they infect him with the like the weird T-Virus? virus thing in yeah. no, it's not the G virus in. Seven, but they infect him with, like, the virus. And then he, so that, like, helps heal him as he's, like, getting infected. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's just silly. Because you can also get your, like, leg chopped off. I've only seen it happen once. So I feel like I'm losing my mind because I've never seen it happen again. But uh, in, like, the kind of set, once you get into the main house, you have to, like, do this thing where you sneak around the dad, the father. And he, like, chopped off my leg with his, like, shovel. And then I'm look I'm on the ground and I'm looking at my severed like foot and like I crawl over and I grab it and I stick it like I hold it on and I, like pour some like juice over it I feel and like then I it's like and then I can stand again and like, what just happened? I, I
5: feel like I saw that too, actually. I don't think you're crazy.
0: yeah, Is but I, like, I've played sh- that game a lot and I've only <laughs> seen it happen once. none of us are doctors here, so I don't know yeah like, that's yeah, true. just we're it's not whole qualified. version of don't wait, Dad. But it was God. yes, it, was, it is Sam, and it's all. It was some shenanigans.
5: But yeah, I like. I I know we already talked about it like a month or two ago, but like the fact that it does have the werewolves and other kind of mm-hmm. like, not, not yeah, just that's, zo- I'm into not that. just shambling zombies forever. I mean, I think yeah, that's that's For an interesting what it's take.
4: Worth Resident Evil has a lot of like between like the liquors and oh, sure. um the like the oh, frog people Genesis. and the tyrants and stuff. There's a, there's a fairly wide range yeah. of. Types of enemies, but I agree that like seeing the werewolf stuff, I, I'm hoping generally it's weird. It, it like goes even well, weirder.
0: It seems like they're doing a lot more human characters uh, in this one. In the trailer, they showed like a lot of different characters and not just like yeah. monsters. So I'm hoping there's like some really colorful characters in this like village and the castle that seem to be up on the mountain Yeah, there. So that's what I'm most excited for. Well, no, it's maybe second most, but like Deathloop then resident evil. Yeah, probably. Cause those are like, we know roughly when those are coming. Cause yeah, sure. death is and this year and we resident have an evil's next year. We
4: pretty so. good idea of like quality standards at those studios and like the kind yeah. of work they've done. So I think it's, I think it's reasonable to be pretty excited about those.
0: Absolutely. Uh, how what about you, the castle huh? Oh, yeah, the it, Sam, please.
2: What if the castle in in Resident Evil Eight is uh, owned by a reclusive uh, old lord called Alucard?
0: <laughs> God, it's uh, it's gonna Dr. be. Acula. Well, I guess it, it's, <laughs> if it takes place if it's eight, so well, it takes place after four. So the little the little man, Salazar. Oh is that his name?
2: Yeah, Salazar. Salazar.
0: He's
4: like, oh, I'm right. twenty I'm, year I'm
2: twenty four years old and I'm two feet tall. Yeah. I but, need to see Salazar in four K sixty FPS. Oh, you have to
0: wait two years and you'll be Okay,
5: Sam, if there is Dr. Acula, I just hope that JD and Turk pop through the door and then it's just a scrubs reunion for the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do
2: you know they're doing a podcast? This How is a complete never, tangent. Mm-hmm. How come we never got a scrubs
4: video game? That seems like that would have been like a what? telltale, a telltale. Oh, like, sure. Like a, like a, we're going to try, we're going to try doing a comedy using this. Pl- I mean, I know Sam and Max is that, but I want, that should, that seems like it should have happened.
0: I want telltale
2: Riverdale. That's what I want. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. Um, but yeah, J.D. and Turk are watching episodes of Scrubs and talking about it and talking about behind-the-scenes stuff on a
0: podcast. That's no, called Director's <laughs> Commentary. Friends Forever or, or something. Not, not director, right. but... Uh, would, all right. Yeah. Pat, what uh, what haven't we talked about that you're looking well, forward to talking uh, about?
4: Well, Deathloop is, was, was high on the list um, and Horizon's high on the list, but I think I would say that Hitman 3 trailer yeah. pretty much fucking slapped. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that is one of my favorite series of this generation um mm-hmm. and uh that the music in that trailer was amazing the it's it's you know it's hitman so it has the hitman look but um yeah knowing that that's they're coming next year they're self publishing
0: this one yep
4: did mm-hmm. didn't they self publish the last one I believe no Warner brothers published the last hitman one Hitman 2 I thought was published by them yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, yeah,
0: uh, Warner Brothers published Hitman 2. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Like as part of it, and, but they couldn't. That was part of why they only had. Uh, oh yeah, like you're right. This, like the motion graphic or the motion comic like cutscenes cut is scenes, because yeah. Warner Brothers was, wouldn't like give them enough money. So like, whatever, we'll do it ourselves. will and that's why they have like the full cutscenes now. Fair apparently. enough. Cool. I saw someone saying that. I don't. I can't verify, but that's what <laughs> I was seeing going around. Fair enough. Yeah the
5: the whole aesthetic of the Dubai kind of level that they showed looks perfect for Hitman.
4: What's fun too. I can't. I think it was in the no clip documentary about IO. I could be wrong. It could have been somewhere else that I saw this. But they basically have like an almanac of locations that they want to do that mm-hmm. could fuel the next ten Hitman games. Well. This but they are the
0: culmination of this trilogy. at least.
4: Yeah. But they're also very careful about like how they, they have the like marquee level that they're going to show at the top. Mm-hmm. Like they could have done D- Dubai for hitman two, but it had to wait for hitman three because that is going to like, they know that that level is going to be one that people talk about. And mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. good reason. Cause it looked so cool when, as soon as they were sh- like early in the trailer, before they showed the stuff about the Dubai level specifically, they show an image of the Dubai skyline, and I was like, oh my god, I hope there's a mission up at the top of a, du- of a skyscraper in Dubai. And then sure enough, that's the mission that they highlight <laughs> at the
0: end of the trailer. If it, it's just, it's taking place at the same party that they go to in Fast and Furious 6.
4: Uh, if only. <laughs> Do you think so, Ronda Rousey's there? I, I hope, so I, I can...
3: Mm. <laughs> well, if she's there, Throw I Ronda hope.
4: Rossi out a window. <laughs> I'm
2: not, yeah.
5: my, you said it, not me. <laughs> if she's there, I hope it's not her voice acting.
2: Oh God, I hope. Mm. Not. If you yeah. can't Just, drive uh... a car between two towers, I'm not playing that game. I
5: think does that either. does that happen in that movie? I haven't Oh yeah. Well,
2: yeah, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> they drive from, they drive between three towers in the movie. Yeah, yeah they, they drive between three because the brakes yeah. don't work, so they yeah. fly from
0: they drive purposefully into another like one, and then they're like, oh shit, no brakes, and they end up in the other one. Okay, <laughs> that movie is good. You should watch that movie is extremely, extremely good. good.
4: <laughs> that movie is amazing, and that sequence is very good. I do hope that they reference. Like that, you can at least like find a car or something, Mm -hmm. and then do a kill with it because someone's birthday. Yeah, or does you
2: have to impersonate a Shaw Brother? T Pain is there. That's what they need. (laughs) DJing the party, anyway. Yeah, Hitman
4: Three. I am fully confident it will be. uh, All they need to do is put out another one of those with another pack pack of levels, and it'll be on my game of the year list.
0: Okay. (laughs) Uh, Episodic, yes or no? No, I don't think so. No,
4: well,
2: they said out in January. Yeah. I think they won. yeah, I think After they'll do one it. January. They said release January twenty twenty one. It'll probably come out in January,
4: and then they'll have you know three or four, two or three sure. DLC levels that come out over the course of the year.
2: Yeah, like I think.
4: Question.
0: Okay, I was gonna to Alex. say I,
5: I think Hitman One was better for being episodic because mm. like it had a better pacing because you were like, okay, I'm just gonna focus on the Paris level for this well, month, and then I'm and gonna switch also, to the next level for the next month,
4: etc. I think. I think it cemented that game's out, yeah. kind of place as being one that people talked about because every couple of months or every month or whatever there was a new Hitman level to talk about. So hmm. at least as someone who listens to Giant Bomb, like they talked about the new Hitman level when they came out consistently on the podcast, yeah. which <laughs> I think helped keep it in people's minds as like, Oh yeah, Hitman, that's a cool game. Yeah, um,
0: help them stay at uh Square, Square. Software <laughs> <Or> Square <laughs> oh. Enix. Uh, Okay, second question Elusive Targets (laughs) Who's going to be their celebrity target this time? Oh, what if it's Vin Diesel? They did Gary Gary Busey (laughs) 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 Gary Busey And then they did uh, Who was Sean Bean? Eric Roberts they did, didn't
3: they? Who?
2: Have they done Eric Roberts? I don't know who that is Because they have not done Eric Roberts They should do Eric Roberts I don't know who that is Julia Roberts' brother He's who? the villain in what? Dead or Alive.
5: What? Are you he's an extremely
0: about? famous
2: actor. Uh, I don't know who you're talking. About. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Allison, help me out here, What? <laughs> they don't know who Eric Roberts is.
1: Oh yeah, he's, he's been a lot of stuff.
2: Oh okay.
3: <laughs> like, oh oh he was, was he was awesome. in The Dark
0: Knight. He was Falcon. Yeah. yeah oh, Falcone. Okay. I <laughs> mean, if he's a movie a character, I've seen, please. They have. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, dead or alive? Let's, yeah, well, I was like, like, "Dead or alive is a the very villain in
4: Dead or Alive is your touch point <laughs> <laughs> I
2: saw that movie at the cinema. We snuck beers in. It was an extremely good experience.
4: Okay, I, um, I have no
2: idea what this man's name was. Uh, yeah. Elusive okay, target him or Tom Sizemore are the next elusive Target The,
1: the thing about no. Eric Roberts is that he will do <laughs> literally anything. Like, yeah. seriously, any movie. Oh, so he's, he's like, in,
5: he's like Nicolas Cage.
2: Oh, oh, Nicholas like, Cage! Way was, further. Maybe with fewer, oh, yeah.
1: maybe with fewer like qualms about what he does. Like he was in a movie. Uh, that's like a notoriously bad, bad movie called a talking cat. And I don't know if you guys heard about that.
3: <laughs>
0: no. I have there. I think there are multiple, a uh, talking cat movies, but I have not no, seen it's it. It's called
1: I have a, a talking cat a con- with a
3: yeah.
1: talking cat exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. And <laughs> it's, it's like very low budget, bad movie. And somehow Eric Roberts is the voice of the cat.
2: Uh, Oh, that one! Do student films, right? Uh, So we have a training session on him at work because people who do not watch American movies don't understand him.
0: I feel like you're not giving I.O. enough credit here, or Hitman. Like, put some respect on that name. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They put Gary
2: Busey in it. Eric Roberts is Gary Busey level, Uh,
0: but Sean Bean is—he's a
4: real Sean Sean
2: Bean's also a meme. But, I think I think I think Nicholas
0: Cage is now my new vote. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage be or Keanu Reeves? That would be
1: pretty. Uh, you
5: won't be able to kill Keanu Reeves?
0: That, I mean, the whole that was thing the whole with thing the Sean, Sean Bean, Bean
2: character was he couldn't die, so yeah, like, he yeah. came back in multiple levels. Yeah. How about if, um, Bill and Ted, Keanu Reeves, and Alex Winter? Oh man! Sure. And they're time you traveling. Got to kill time. Ta- yeah, I got to kill the time travelers. Yeah, that'd yeah. be
5: good. Um, Xavier Woods.
0: Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hope they do a wrestling uh, wrestling venue. Oh my God. That would be, That'd I mean, be again, good. that's got to
4: be on their list, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. way it's not like, it's
5: just Xavier right, Woods and, and John Cena, both of them.
0: <laughs> yeah. You could do it with the power of the PS five. Imagine how many people you could have up <laughs> mm-hmm. you could do a Royal rumble. <laughs> and you have to, you mm-hmm. sneak into the ring mm-hmm. and you then you kill them in death. the middle of the <laughs> ring. And then you dump them out. And then you're like, Oh, and then you get thrown out.
2: You're yeah, right like, oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's the perfect crime. Look, I think we could probably
4: do several podcasts designing Hitman levels.
5: <laughs> Joe, have you ever played one of these recent exactly. Hitman games?
6: No, I, I missed all the Hitmans. Really? Oh, oh, the yep.
5: these recent ones are definitely a good one to jump into. Yeah,
4: they're both yeah. cheap, I expect as well. Um, probably. Well, yeah. what you what you do too is you get Hitman Two. Um oh, yeah, right and then you get the pack of they they ported the levels from the first first, the, the most recent reboot yeah. of Hitman. They ported the levels into Hitman 2 um so that you can play them with all the enhancements that Hitman 2 added. Yeah. Um and it's it's totally worth it to play the entire collection. And the the one of the things that's cool about those games, um, beyond just the base fact that they're awesome, is that you also have each level has like a progression in it, and you unlock new equipment that you can use across all of the levels for playing the same level over again. Mm-hmm. So it's very much a game that's like, I'm going to play Paris, the Paris level, for 20 hours to unlock everything in Paris because it's good enough to play one level for that long. And then wow. also, you get gear that you can take into other levels if you want to. Or you can just play each level once and just experience it and it's
0: fun. There's the, like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna kill these people somehow and I'm gonna get out. And then there's the I'm going to methodically plan exactly how I'm going to kill them and get them all in place and no one's gonna see me. And the levels gonna be perfect.
4: Challenges kind of guide you to like, oh, well, you need to kill like, you need to push this target off of something onto this target so that the falling from the first target kills the second one and stuff like that. It
5: it should also be noted. Those games have an absurd sense of humor.
4: Oh yeah. yeah, Like they
5: are extremely funny in really bizarre ways.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Without sort of taking the edge off, they're very funny Yeah, in the sense that like, sometimes you're like, Oh, well I need to sneak into this house and kill this guy and it's his child's birthday. So I can dress up as a clown (laughs) and then then sneak into his home and murder him while he's on the toilet. Uh,
5: <laughs> with, with, with like a bong. Yeah. And like, and then you, tr- you leave dressed up as a chicken kind of stuff. Or, then,
4: <laughs> or you wear a suit and you're super serious and you climb up a tower and then you snipe three targets and then walk out like a ghost. Yeah, it's like, not funny at all. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it just, it's it just got, varies.
5: It's got the broad range, but it, like, it is an extremely funny game.
4: <laughs> oh, what's it like?
6: Like I played Dishonored, so is it, I, I think uh, I just
0: didn't like the name. I'm
6: like, Hitman sounds
4: so generic.
0: Dishonored it, is it, it's it it sounds generic, but it is so far from it. Um, yeah. Dishonored
4: is not a terrible touch point,
0: actually. It's like it's it's
4: you know you go into a level and it's played from a third person perspective. Um, it's a little clunkier than like a third person shooter would be. There's certainly you can get into combat where you're just like taking cover and shooting at people, but it's not that kind of game
0: that's like, that's if you're in that situation, you've fucked up. Yeah. You're you're very, very bad. bad. You're probably not. Um, So
5: you can make it out. That's the thing about it. You can't.
0: Yeah. Um, It's a stealth game. You're disguising yourself. Yeah. Like you're, you're like knocking people out and taking their clothes and then shoving them in a dumpster. And then like, Oh, I'm supposed to be here. I'm a waiter.
4: But what makes it so good (laughs) is how systemic it is and like how much the levels are like, just as like dishonored. How much the levels are like a complicated clock where like, yeah. oh, oh, wait a minute. There's a delivery guy that shows up five minutes into the level. This delivery guy shows up in this dark alley. I could totally take him out and no one would know. And then I have a costume that I can use because people think I'm the delivery guy. So then I can get into the first level of this complex. But uh oh, to get to the target, they're upstairs and there's guards that are gonna frisk me if I try to go by them. So I can't take a gun in there. So what am I going to, how am I going to get around that? So it's a lot of like kind of puzzle solving almost through like environmental systems. Yeah. It's um, like point and click almost. So it's like,
3: I got to get yeah, the cam and combine it with the that lemon. Too.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's so it's, systemic. So you can yeah. always come up with your own solution. Cause you may also find hmm. that like, wait, actually, if I stand on this building, the roof of this building that I can get to at just the right time, I can see through the window that that guy is there who I need to kill. So then I can just like shoot him through the window and then get out. Yeah. So, it's a lot of that kind of like just super getting into observing the environment and planning how oh. you're going to take the targets out. Oh, man. We're just we,
0: yeah, we could talk throwing about throwing cans of spaghetti yeah. at oh, people's yeah. heads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. The spaghetti is one of the most deadly weapons in that game, surprisingly. Yeah.
0: But you're just like that person saw me. To, like, take this guy's clothes, he cannot leave this room, yep. spaghetti to the head.
5: Exactly. But like, <laughs> there's so much, we could talk about Hitman for hours, but like, oh, yeah. it, it, it's it's, so it's also cool things like when Pat was talking about, oh, you dressed up as the delivery guy. If you walk by other delivery guys, they're going to recognize that you're not one of them. He's like, wait, who are you? We've never oh, seen wow. you before. Uh, so like, they'll get suspicious of you and follow you around and stuff. Like, <laughs> it's right. it's stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: And, yeah. Agent 37, 47, uh, 47. 47. Agent 47, uh, <laughs> is like such a generic every person that he, he just looks like everyone. So he'll like people be like, oh, you're the celebrity. And yeah. then there's like in the second one, there's you end up as this like tattoo guy. Oh, yeah. And you get to this <laughs> this house and the person's like, didn't you have more tattoos? And you're like, oh, d- don't no, Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah, and that's how he says. It don't worry about it.
5: Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) Hitman Three will be great.
0: Yes. Yeah.
4: (laughs) My only uh, question about that game is: Is it going to be a? um, Is it going to be the kind of thing where you can again? If and this is more of a PC question, am I going to be able to buy Hitman Three and carry all of my levels mm -hmm. from Hitman One and Two into the newest Uh, engine? uh, Or I I hope. But but I also kind of hope if they do that that they carry over some progress because. I didn't mind starting the progress over again for Hitman 2. I don't really want to start it over again. It's
0: tough on that because they don't want you to go into all the like. Totally, exactly. Like the third game's levels with all that stuff unlocked. So they could probably lock it like, okay, you have to beat the fifth level or however many levels are in. Yeah, maybe. And then you can have all your progress from the previous games or something. I would hope because, yeah.
5: yeah. But, but, but but. Allison, how about you?
1: Oh, about the.
5: No, again, oh, oh, which for. which games that like stood <laughs> yeah, out? were well, what? Like, what? Yeah.
1: yeah, I kind of zoned out during that Hitman talk because <laughs> yeah, I've not played very Hitman. much about it. Oh. No, 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 no. You guys are excited <laughs> and it looked very good. It's something that I feel like I should get. back I think to you would actually like trying. it
4: quite a lot if you got into it, but. It-
1: yeah, yeah. No, I I, ha- I have Hitman two on on PlayStation four. I just need to like, get put some time into it. Yeah. Um. The two games that I don't know if we really got too much information about, but that, that I'm interest, intrigued by are both Returnal and uh, Jet the Far Shore.
3: Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Both of
1: those looked pretty interesting, and I'm, I'm interested to see what they end up
0: being. The Housemark game, Returnal. Yeah. Just uh, like another time loop game. Interesting that it's House Mark. Yeah. Uh, they said last year they're done with like the arcade style stuff that they've that they were known for yeah. just because it wasn't selling.
5: Yeah, uh, should be noted, they're the ones who made things like Super Stardust and Dead Nation and Resogun. Gun. Yeah, I was looking yeah.
1: through their um, catalog and I'm like, I haven't really played their games. But the, the trailer seemed genuinely compelling with some story elements that I thought would be really interesting to play through.
2: Yeah, it looks cool.
1: Yeah, so I bet that
2: that is the first PS Plus free game for the PS5. That the the gun was yeah but. yeah exactly and uh, on Super Stylus HD was the first PS3 PS Plus free game I think yeah I memory. think that's right like House
3: Mark uh, y- yeah, y- likes right. to
4: give away games to Sony uh, I don't know if House Mark likes to give away games to Sony I think House I think Sony likes right. to give House Mark's games away <laughs> <laughs> to people
2: yeah
4: yeah <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so I don't know we'll see super cool it looks and so moody. It does look cool. Like,
5: yeah, yeah. In,
6: or, uh, I don't know, just um, just the art style and the, just the character was so serious. Like, I just
4: wanted to know. I wanted to go watch it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Totally. There was, it, yeah, I'll 100% play that. It reminded me a lot of Edge of Tomorrow, which is a yeah. uh, mm. very cool movie. Edge
1: of Tomorrow with like Annihilation vibes, too, yes. in terms yeah. of like 100%. story themes. And yeah, so I mean, I, it'd be interesting yeah. to see how that could go for um, uh, gameplay and see how that affects. Oh. Like, I, I feel like it's a, it, with, with the theming of like, oh, I'm becoming, the planet is becoming more and more part of me that can come up, come with some interesting gameplay or oh, some man. interesting kind of perspective shifts. And I hope they go for it um, because if they do, that could be really good.
5: Allison, when you said that, I immediately mm-hmm. thought, what if there's a sanity meter? And then I thought, <laughs> what if it's eternal darkness? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that would
5: be so good.
0: I so I just had an interesting thought. I, I I don't know if there's anything to this. I haven't like thought this all the way through, but with Deathloop, 12 Minutes, Returnal, uh, I'm sure there's other games that I'm not thinking of, but like time loops right now are in vogue. Outer Wilds. And <laughs> Outer Wilds, yeah, certainly. Uh and it I I'm wondering what kind of brought this on cuz there's always something that leads to like these themes like popping up in tons of games or tons of media in general and i wonder if it's just that overwhelming anxiety that so many people have of reliving moments in your past where you're like i i should have done this i should have done that and it's like playing it over different ways in your head over and over again i it's, like i wonder if that's what's kind of behind that's the the current uh, theme, like that's just a, kind of a thing that everyone's thinking about. I think, or I
5: think, they I think
2: it's st- the uh, Go Find Loop episodes of the Adventure Zone, which were about <laughs> two to three years ago, which is when game development would have started.
0: It, it, those are those are great. The Big Purple Worm,
6: but there's a <laughs> yeah. reason that like
0: appeals <laughs> to people and like why it <laughs> sticks out and why it would have. Um, but you know, it, it was an interesting. Uh, like an interesting show to listen to and enjoy. But like there is this book I read for a college class called projected fears, which is talking all about why certain horror movies like stood out in their time period. Like why Halloween was like in the seventies, why that was the horror movie or why alien stood out or uh, exorcist, things like that. And they all have like a thing that kind of latched on to like public fears at the time. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there's something like that that's behind why time loops right now are big, well, or why the bow was big a few years ago.
5: Oh yeah, the year of the bow. Um, yeah. I imagine it's because they all finally started watching anime, and like eighty <laughs> percent of anime is time loops. So they watch they watch Steingates and Higurashi and Mataka.
4: Then they're like they oh.
1: also played <laughs> everybody just played Bravely default late for some reason.
4: <laughs> yeah, fun well, like, fact: there are only five anime. Yeah, those are the
5: only ones. It's true. But like, uh, uh, time loop has, has definitely been a big thing in anime for like at least ten plus years. Mm. Mm. When did Tegarashi come out? That was like two thousand seven. Uh,
3: well,
4: so, uh, Edge of Tomorrow is based on a manga. So
5: yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. The time loops are new, but, but they're just they're they're, they're in vogue. very
0: in vogue right now. Totally.
5: Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm here for it because I love them. They're, they can tell really interesting stories that way.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, all the games with time loops that I'm aware of at the moment, I'm oh. interested in playing. You know Seriously, what? like
1: yeah. I, 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 there's multiple ones out there, and I'm like, I would play all of those. <laughs> yeah, so, I
0: hate time
4: travel, but time loops are is a cool. Yeah, concept. and and Groundhog Day, of course,
5: but um, maybe, <laughs> uh,
2: VR game, yeah,
5: <laughs> and maybe maybe they really got into Black Mirror. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. So right, so with Jet VR um, game's
6: are very good. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say with, with Jet, uh. Like, there's some interesting time stuff going on. Like, um, so it starts out and you're looking at these colonial people, which, which then don't really show up again. And then, um, the ship kind of takes off and there's like years ticking by. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't understand what I'm looking at, but I, I really want to know. So it definitely piqued my interest. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh,
0: uh, Planet of the Apes situation. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It, it seems super cool. Or,
0: and yeah, it um, uh, interstellar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the,
1: uh, um, like sci-fi concepts that I am most fascinated by are generation ships, um, just basically ships that people live on uh, for generations before um, traveling to another thing. And so I don't know if that's what's going on, but if it was, I would be very excited.
4: I have a feeling that Jet in particular is going to be a pretty moody thing. I don't think it's going to necessarily be super, super mechanical. I think what we Mm -hmm. saw later in the trailer of the like kind of sailing across... Um, alien environments, kind of thing, is probably going to be what most of the gameplay of that game is. But given that it's Super Brothers, I trust that the music. Hopefully, Jim Guthrie is is doing the music, and probably if that's <laughs> the case, then I will fly around weird sci-fi planet environments and listen to Jim Guthrie music for dozens and dozens of hours. Because uh, yeah, that sounds great.
5: So, like, it kind of this is going to be a weird comparison, but it kind of gave me Proteus vibes in that way.
4: Mm-hmm. Where yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah.
5: Where it's more about the exploration and figuring out what's on these worlds, because it looks like because like they, they had like those uh, almost like escape pods going into a world or whatever. That's what yeah. it looked like. So maybe it'll be kind of like you know Proteus, but without all the crazy weird art. But you, you you are exploring those worlds in that way.
4: I think if it were like a you're exploring these worlds to try to find one that's habitable for the people on the ship or something and then the majority of the gameplay is like flying around and scanning stuff and taking readings and maybe avoiding things and listening to cool music. That sounds great to me anyway. Yeah.
6: They make, did super brothers make anything besides that one, like famous game on word and World Like It's so weird to like, sorcery. Do that landmark and then like just disappear for a totally. while, yeah, and then come back with this. I'm like, what is going on? And yeah. the the branding between the two, like to have their the kind of super brothers, like yeah,
4: it just doesn't fit with either game. So the whole thing is just weird, weird, weird. And I love it. Given how <laughs> weird the the sort of meta narrative around sword and sorcery is, I would imagine that there's some kind of connective tissue between the two games.
2: Oh, I hope um, so.
4: That'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah, uh, the one that's made in dreams.
5: Yes, they said made in dreams, but really? I don't think it means made in made
0: with oh, dreams.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> it could have been. I don't know. That looked like a kind of game powered, you could make by, in dreams. powered by dreams. There was no. There actually, there was another game that I thought like, did they make this in dreams? Which was a, a little monster or little devil inside. That's what it is. Oh, that little was little like kickstarted started. a few
4: years ago. Little devil inside is an interesting. That one got kickstarted a while back, and it like looked five years ago or something. It looked. Outstanding from the Kickstarter, it looks like it is massively expanded in scope. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that might be what it was when the trailer started, but then I was like, nah, this is way bigger. But there's some art in there that is questionable, <laughs> and yeah, hopefully they'll have some commentary on. Yeah, I saw uh, some of
5: that, but like the overall kind of style and the overall vibe it
0: threw out there was super interesting. I like, my-
1: yeah, oh, totally.
0: Like monster huntery vibes what, off of it.
5: What did we? I think the comparison I made when we were talking about it was, it reminded me of like the Lego games. In that, like mm. maybe this is like you're looking at, uh oh god, what's it called? Game that's coming out soon, Samurai. Uh,
0: Ghost of Tsushima. Thank
5: you, Ghost of Tsushima. But like the Legoized version of that. But like, uh, yeah. But like, you know, with a different style than Lego. Obviously, Monster
0: Hunter but with like Playmobil. Exactly. <laughs> Lego Ghost of Tsushima. It, it took me a while wow. to figure out that there
6: was like a like weird body connection which I guess ties to, so I guess maybe the one character is inside
0: the other there's like an Osmosis Jones kind of thing oh, really? going on I didn't notice uh, that. I don't so know. Jones. I, uh, may, that'd be interesting that'd I be just cool. it was uh, weird uh, maybe a little devil inside maybe huh? maybe it is indeed <laughs> in yeah well
6: okay. <laughs> So it's like you got this little cute character, you know, that you're kind of falling around like super cute. And then it clips to like this weird modern setting with like a guy sitting on a toilet and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, the,
0: what is going <laughs> that on shot. here?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah so, uh, you're supposed no. to be, Interesting. my understanding is, you're emplo- employed by like a scientist and you're going around and you're like collecting monsters or creatures for him for research. But maybe, maybe they are inside. Maybe it's the magic school bus situation. <laughs> I hope so.
4: Yeah. Uh, I, I beep.
0: I, I beep I, have a good time.
4: I really do hope that they. <laughs> Speak to that art, though, because there are some pretty, hmm. yeah, uh, I would Agreed. say offensive character <laughs> designs. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't know you're talking do. about, but then I looked it up on Twitter, and uh yikes!
4: Yeah, <laughs> it is, it is a, a big ol' yikes, and they really need to. Like
1: that, I, I somehow did not notice while I was watching the trailer, but now I'm like, oh no!
4: I think yeah, it's, I didn't notice. I didn't either. Uh, I think it's probably born of ignorance more than anything. Uh, yeah, but uh, hopefully they hear the criticism and. Update their art, some. Because yeah.
2: uh, sorry, everybody, I've got a shooting parent. I will catch you guys next week. Okay,
0: yeah, have have a good one. Say hello to Baby Todd Howard.
2: Will do. Please do.
3: Bye Sam. Bye, Sam.
2: Bye, all.
0: All right. Well. Uh, we, oh, we we didn't get to,
3: his well, his game. Now he's
0: gone. The Sam special Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <around. laughs> oh, Honestly, yeah. I don't want to hear about this game ever again. At this point. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to wait. Sick of hearing when people talk about it because nobody knows what they're saying.
5: The the Twitter discourse has been really bad around it.
0: There's
1: been a lot. I mean, it's a lot of Twitter discourse, which I understand, but
0: the issue is they weren't clear about what it is, and I'm like, and it's been back and forth, like, oh, it's a sequel. Oh, it's uh, an expansion of the, like, it's going to be a remaster, and then this is going to be part of it. So it's just like a DLC expansion. And now it comes out, Insomniac finally came out and said, no, it's a standalone thing. Uh, I don't think they've actually said, but it's going to be more akin to, like, a Lost Legacy. Seems to be the now, the current conclusion. Yeah. And I just don't want to hear anything else about this game until it's out.
1: But also <laughs> that it comes with a uh, remaster oh, yeah. of yeah. Spider-Man. Maybe maybe,
4: maybe? maybe. <laughs> well, also, I also, like... Uh, we don't know so much. Like I didn't, I haven't finished playing the DLC for Spider-Man. I would like to play the DLC for Spider-Man on PS5 remastered and get the best experience out of it. Mm. But am I going to be able to do that? Or (laughs) do I have to buy a $60 remaster? Or is it just, am I just going to be able to buy this standalone thing? There's a lot of bad messaging around it. And then there's also the like,
1: it's super unclear.
4: It's very unclear. And then I think like Austin Walker had a good point too. That was like, yo, it kind of sucks that like, Miles Morales, this incredible black superhero, is relegated to a like Lost Legacy spinoff.
1: Yeah, that is, that is extremely weird. And I've seen, there's been a lot of discourse over it. And I think it's extremely valid because, yeah, it's, it's extremely weird. And then you have things like Spider Verse, which are huge. Hell yeah. People like Miles Morales a lot. And I mean, my assumption
4: is he's going to be one of, if not the star of the full sequel that they do as well.
3: Yeah. But it's so
4: weird to even. In a sense, it almost feels like, and I'm not an Insomniac. I mean, they could have, for creative reasons, wanted to do this, but it's in some ways it seems like, are you? Did you just like "eeny meeny miny moe"? The one that you could get out at launch, and
0: it's a Spider-Man. I mean, Insomniac has been working with them to like demonstrate, like, oh, the power of the SSD and all that. Oh yeah, I know. So. They they obviously at least they were they were doing the remaster. I don't I don't know what the uh, impetus is behind this uh, Miles Morales yeah. game, but I, you know, it, look, I'll, it looks I'll play good, it like a new thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I'm,
5: it's, it's what, I'm looking forward to playing it. It's just the Twitter yeah, discourse right now is awful. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Right. There's just so <laughs> wow. much, there's a
1: lot of discourse, but at the same time, like I will I, I will play it immediately. I, <laughs> like, I don't even, yeah. I don't even I, think I, it's I, the Again, I like <laughs> Spider-Man was my number one game it's of that the, year and I the love discourse. it. But yeah.
4: I, I think I, it's the I think it's the the messaging is just it, so It's yeah. right.
1: it's very weird. And it's very weirdly vague.
4: It's it, the question is why? Why is it vague? Like what yeah. this thing comes out in like what? 4 or 5 months, 5 months. Yeah, 5 months. So like why why do we need to do this now? <laughs> Everyone's going to buy first the first thing. thing you
0: open on and Yeah. Everyone Everyone has no idea what it actually is. Well,
4: if it if it is what it is, if it's a standalone Lost Legacy style game, why wouldn't they take thirty seconds to have someone from Insomniac, uh, some CG person from Insomniac, <laughs> yeah, uh, not CG, <laughs> uh, say like, "We're super excited to bring you Spider Man Miles Morales." We're working with these writers. Miles Morales is a is a shorter, oh, yeah. more contained experience that comes along with the remaster. We're looking forward to to bubble. like you know whatever you're going to call it like. Just put it together, because it's not like if you're going to put this thing out in five months, people are going to know what it is. There's no reason to like be yeah. secretive about it,
0: and, yeah. and muddy the messaging. And
5: <laughs> Lost Legacy for what it was, was good. Um,
0: oh yeah. And to be I, clear... I, I, it, I don't think this will be bad. Yeah. I just I don't want to hear any more like, it's a standalone game, no, it's an expansion, it's a C.I. <laughs> totally. <Yeah. laughs> it's it's been and very I dumb. assumed...
4: <laughs> For what it's worth, from the second that they sh- they called it Spider Man Miles Morales when that flashed across the screen, I was like, "Oh, it's probably like a Lost Legacy kind of thing." Right, me too. Yeah, was, it's like
1: it's a side game because it's it's not, not titled it Spider Man Two.
4: A, yeah, but, I mean, it's a pretty basic branding thing. If you're going to make something the sequel, you gotta put but it
0: to even you. people inside Sony are like, "Oh yeah, no, it's an expansion." It's, uh, it's yeah, I know
4: like an exec, It's it very so, weird. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. I said it in our chat. I assume what happened, as someone who works in marketing, I assume what happened is. Insomniac had to had to pitch a thing to Sony. They were asked to pitch, and so they pitched it as saying the right words to please whatever person they were talking to, and then that executive took it as, "Oh, so it's a DLC, okay." As sort of more of an internal framing, even though that's not what it is. Yeah, from an outside perspective, and then that executive just kind of ran their mouth and said some Dumb stuff in an interview, and that's what kind of yeah, flooded the the channels. But, so
5: but also it's not I don't know. it's fine. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that game when it comes out.: and then I, uh
0: most important question, do they let you skip the sneaking missions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that miles was not one of his things is invisibility, so it is I, I think mm, um, he probably but he probably doesn't
4: have to sneak much because he can just turn invisible, yeah. No.
6: Yeah, so. I'm fine with that. It's just the, the like, uh, you know, I, that game was so good, making you feel fast and powerful and just like yeah. agile. And then you play as like uh, Miles or um, what's her name, um, Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Mary yeah, Jane. Yeah. And yeah, it was like, oh no, don't let the flashlight hit you. It's like, yeah. oh come <laughs> that on. That stuff did
4: feel mechanical in a way that was like a, a little. If it they just had slowed been slowed down like, so much, it, it would have been, I think, a little less frustrating if um, it was just like. No, you just are walking. You're just walking from point A to B as this person. But the fact that you had to like avoid the flashlights and stuff definitely was a little like. All right. The other thing that we talked about briefly, and we don't have to jump into it for very long, but I remember so little of the story of that first game. I think I've actually like cooled on it quite a bit since it came out. From a gameplay perspective, it's it's outstanding. So I will totally play Miles Morales because I think that that Mm -hmm. game plays so well. But I definitely at the time was like enamored with the story. And in retrospect, now I'm having trouble remembering a lot of the, it's
3: a good comic book
4: story. Yeah, but I think it's, yes, it's a good comic book story. I think there are also great comic book stories and I don't know that I would say it's a great comic book story.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think some of the emotional beats in that were really strong for a comic book video game. Like I, I mean, like, yes, it's maybe for a comic book video game. But I I, th- I found a, a lot of the character beats to be genuinely really moving in Spider-Man.
4: I think what's exciting to me about this is not to dismiss that idea, but having, like, in the time since that game came out, I started getting way more into reading comic books again. And I have read a lot of comic book stories since playing that game that are significantly better than the story presented in that game and have, like, really emotional beats in them. So I think comic books are capable of that. And I wonder, I don't know how, if I recall, a lot of the writing team on Spider-Man was at, was from Insomniac, not from Marvel. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I know that uh, Evan Narcisse is working with Insomniac, who he's a great comic book writer, working with Insomniac on the Miles Morales story. So that gives me hope that like, it'll be even better. And again, it's not to say that the original one was bad in any way. And I think you're right, Alison, the emotional parts of it. Um, I won't spoil anything, but there are specific moments that definitely stuck with me and I do that remember them and they resonate, but in terms of like the overarching plot, right. The overarching plot wasn't necessarily
1: like it it was fine, but I feel like the, where it really shined was in, it was totally Peter as a character. And then also the entirety of,
0: you know, the character, by virtue yeah. of being a comic book video game, every problem kind of needs to be able to be solved with your fists or your feet. Uh, yeah. So, like, I think that kind of limits what they can do. Whereas, like, a, like a, just a plain comic, that yeah. you can be a bit more inventive with what they're oh, doing. No, and, you're right. But and I hope that— The verbs that they have are—
4: It would be great good. if they could somehow bring some of that to the— to the stories in the future, even if it's not done in a gameplay sequence, if there was just more of that kind of like um, emotional storytelling done, um, yeah. it would be cool. And, and, you know, like I said, Evan Narcisse is a great writer. So I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Um. Uh, and he, he uh, did uh, the rise of the black Panther and um, mm-hmm. it was very good. Uh, Which makes so-
0: makes
5: me wonder, do you think there's a possibility that, They'll do anything bold with the story, or will they just kind of keep it generic comic booky? Because like the Spider-Man story, for the most part, was generic comic booky, except for like they had the bombing sequence, which was like a little bit bold. I would say, like, I wonder if they go more in that direction, or you know, they
3: stay. I like, they stay safe. I would
4: say that. Um, I hesitate to use the word generic comic booky because like Marvel's defining series right now is about. Mutants starting their own country and then holding the world kind of hostage for, for right. medicine, you know. Like the, the, sure. the stories in comic books are pretty cool and like inventive right now. Uh, I'm, but, I'm I'm um, talking more
5: MCU generic, I guess.
4: I guess, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and I think yeah. I would expect in this in in Miles Morales this game, I would expect it would be pretty standard fare. Yeah. Um, to set up stuff for a sequel, but I would hope that by a sequel they mm-hmm. would definitely some more risks. They took risks with the setting and the characters in the first game. Again, I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't played it yet, but there's definitely like character alum- character bits that are um that shift the landscape of that uh cast in a way that is not commonly done with Spider-Man. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that it, I I'm assuming that it won't be None of this will be touched on in Miles Morales, but in Spider-Man 2, there were some hints about directions of Spider-Man 2
0: um, near the end of it. Uh, I've seen one person say, like, maybe Miles Morales takes place in the future. And then Spider Man 2 will, like, you'll get references to, like, things. And then Spider Man 2 will go, like, rewind. And then we'll get, like, oh, those references. That
4: would, that would be, that would be doing Miles so dirty. It was like, here, you can play yeah. as Miles for, like,
0: well, I, a Lost well, Legacy style thing.
4: And then but, we got to rewind.
0: But it sounds like. Uh, but the, I, it, I got the impression that, like, Peter's dead or something. I don't know from that <laughs> trailer. Like, kind of like the, uh, Far from home, like he's I mean, not that uh not that Miles is mourning Peter, but just like the voiceover gave me the impression that like this is what Peter told him and because we didn't see Peter in the trailer, I don't believe. Yeah, so But
5: that when you're saying it that way it just sounds like Wolfenstein Youngblood.
0: Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. But we yeah, but Youngblood seems like it's gonna take place after or Wolfenstein three seems like it'll take place after Youngblood. Oh, okay. It doesn't seem like based on the ending of uh, Young Blood,
4: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll i be interested to see, but I kind of am, am agree that it's like, I just need to see it at this point. Yeah. I don't know. It
0: just tell us what it actually is. I think that's that was the, in general, the most disappointing thing about it yeah. was just a lack of and, clear and messaging. Mm-hmm. In some ways, wow. I'm going to play it, but
4: of the Sony first-party stuff that they showed, that may have been the thing I was least excited about and by. Um, because it, feels like it's a I don't know there's a lot around it but I'm going to play it either way because I like Spider-Man.
1: Yeah so. I think that the messaging is confusing but if it's anything close what to messaging? as good as Spider-Man which I'm assuming it will be considering uh, yeah, yeah. I, I loved that first game so much so and I, and Miles is such a cool character so mm-hmm. I'm, ex- I'm really excited.
0: Uh, I get co-op. I, I will- yeah. Oh yeah, well that that'll be in the second game or in Spider-Man Two. They'll do co-op or that would be awesome. They'll like switch between. They'll do like the in the Arkham games when bat when you fight like do like the like villain hideouts and you fight as like Batman. Then you can switch to a Nightwing and you swap back and forth through the fights. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and then do like a GTA Five thing where you can swap between the characters as you go through the world. Um, I will say it was pretty cool that they opened up the conference with like a black protagonist yeah. and throughout in that Grand entire show yeah, in Grand Theft Auto five, there's <laughs> the most diverse game uh, to ever come out. You got a rich white guy, a poor white guy who's like a drug addict and a black teen or a young adult black he's in his an adult it's he's like, like his in his 20s, 20s. yeah, yeah. yeah. a black a black 20 year old yeah. young man so diverse grand theft yeah, auto the, the most diverse game <laughs> what's his name Frank- but, uh, franklin franklin yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but r- really uh with like the first ps5 game they showed black man um and throughout the sh- the whole show the games they showed The women at the forefront uh yeah. Deathloop is a black man, black woman. Yeah. Uh pretty pretty cool to see that.
5: And a yeah.
4: cat?
0: Yes. <laughs> like a cat. Yeah. Indeed. That was cool
4: too. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that game like, looks really uh, good. <laughs> I don't want to gloss too much over it, but for the sake of time, I mean there was cool stuff like Stray, which was the cat.
5: Yeah, I don't know if we need to dive into everything else, but yeah, yeah. Stray
1: looked right, so Stray good. Looked really fun. Stray and, and like fun. I said, I said I've said it multiple times, but like it's Annapurna. Plus robots, plus cat protagonist, and that's like I yeah. let me play that game right I, now.
5: I think on our call we saw the Anna Perna logo come up come up and just said, Okay, yeah, sold. And then it was robots and then it was cat, and it's just like
1: what? It's like,
3: okay, yes. it's all things cat I
0: like. With a backpack. The, the I cat was with really backpack. worried <laughs> I was
4: really worried that it was gonna be an um automata game, that Penny Arcade comic book. Um. Because I don't think that and really needs air in 2020. <laughs> uh, and so I, for a second I was like, Oh no, this looks a lot like that art style. Um, which that comic book is basically about how um, robots and people and cops and a lot of uh, maybe people who don't, who aren't the most qualified to write about robots and cops and people <laughs>
0: writing about it.
4: Yeah. Um, I see. I almost, but, uh, oops, Sorry. The there was Stray, there was Pragmata that, that oh, I yeah, thought that the, was a Kojima game. I
1: mean, I like, if they if the dude had taken off his helmet and was Norman Reedus, it would have been oh, a Kojima game. I, I would have yeah.
4: thrown my chair against the wall in excitement <laughs> for that. But, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even finished Death Stranding. It, it, but. It, oh,
1: that, well, that one's coming out in 2022, right?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So many of the God, 2022, like, co- so many of the like Kojima productions and the Death Stranding stuff, like had that kind of moon view that they yeah. show at the and end. And the, the spacesuit kind of looks space like... Suit, yeah, it, it, yeah, It looked so Kojima. It has yeah, such a, like, a weird sure.
1: vibe where you're just like...
0: But that's a Capcom game. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah It'll uh, never come out, just like Deep Down. And, and just, just, because it's, just like
5: Project Athia.
0: Project yeah, Athia will never come pretty out. pretty cool, nope. but I, I would like it to come nope. out. It's not going to come out. That just looked like that epic, the Unreal game demo.
4: <laughs> yeah. Apparently Gary would have wrote for that. Oh, I, that was the yeah. one? I've yeah. I've seen
0: some people theorizing that it's a sequel to Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, no, uh, it's not. I don't not. know if uh, they that were like, is look not, at the sky. No, look at the not. skyline. I'm no, like, it is not.
4: <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: offended that people are coming up with that it's, as a concept.
5: I was saying it's just scalebound too, even though scalebound yes. never came out.
0: And wasn't square. <laughs> and also wasn't square, yeah. <laughs>
6: I thought uh, Ratchet Clank order. looked like Ratchet and oh, Clank, yeah. but I, I'm into it. The portal. Yeah, thing
0: was cool. I'm so yeah, excited. It looks really fun. I'm, I'm not even a big board. Ratchet fan, but I, uh, I'm on record on this podcast saying the. PS4 reboot is a perfect game. Uh, I don't don't think it means it's the best game, but I think just like no, I know the writing, the it's fun, it's funny. I think I'm gonna
4: play that reboot. I always meant to get around to it, and this reminded me that I need to. I don't know if it's PS4 Pro enhanced, but if if it is, Uh, I never, I I never finished it. It was was a fun
1: game, but
4: and um, I think to to what you're saying to Joe, like to me, that game is the only game. Uh, my feeling was that was the only game that we saw that wasn't just like, oh, the graphics look marginally better. That was like, oh, this is how this this is how having an SSD integrated with this much processing power can actually Make four new experiences with the way that they were doing the kind of like. I assume that, I mean, it was a cinematic, but I assume that like jumping between
0: rifts is going to be something you do for yeah. real. And they, they, some of it looked like it was like gameplay, like yeah, surfing yeah. on the rails. That's like classic ratchet and clank mm-hmm. gameplay. Yeah. So, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah.
5: But like uh, another thing that I haven't really seen people talking about is that it obviously uses ray tracing. Like, right. Yeah. Like that might have been a subtle thing that gave you that feel, Pat. Because like I don't know if I noticed anything else that had ray tracing, but the fact that like the portals and the way they glowed, totally. the way it was interacting yep. like with the environments, like that's.
4: Yep, I noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think so. So I'm super excited for that because it's the first thing. You know, if if you've listened to the show at all or heard me rant about this stuff, like I'm been frustrated with the shift to the next generation because I feel like it's like marginally better visuals and that's it. Um, and even though there is so much potential for more, that's what it will and be. <laughs> I, I feel like the ratchet game um, speaks to the stuff that I've been asking for, which is like, no, let's see how we use this new technology in ways that aren't just, Oh, we can load better graphics faster. How can you integrate that into gameplay? Yeah. Um, and, and it seems like it's doing that. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. Yeah. That's honestly, that's the game. That's probably, that is what sold me on mm-hmm. picking up a PS five because um, coming into this, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to buy one when the next Horizon comes out," and that was that just felt bad. But, yeah. But I'm actually excited about that Ratchet game.
5: Yeah. The thing. Okay, let's go slightly technical for like ten seconds. Do it. Um, Do it, Joe. You can join in if you want. But um, I don't know if like we've talked about the SSD and the way it works and why it's more interesting than just a standard like NDME or NVMe kind of drive. Uh, it's the fact that it's twelve channels and that they're like. You know, they're reserving one channel for OS or whatever, but like, and the way that those, like, the throughput you're getting from those 12 channels essentially turns your SSD into RAM. Uh, Like, you can kind of do that already, but it's terrible. Um, But they're like straight up selling this as a selling point. It's like, yeah, so you have whatever the six. 16 gigs of RAM that you're using normally, and then like eight gigs of VRAM. But now you get like this, your drive where the game is stored, and like you can randomly access points of the game data at any yeah. point, which is like huge. And I don't know, like, Joe, I would have to rethink the way I code <laughs> with that in mind in, in a lot of yeah. ways. Cause like, how do I do a pointer if it's like to all of these billions of areas now? Cause I think a lot of. Well, Smaller companies now have to figure out how to use that properly, and I think it looks like Insomniac has started thinking about those. And maybe that's the kind of thing where they're going to be able to write a library that everybody else is going to be able to use.
6: Yeah, and I hope the tooling kind of makes it so they could just say load the resource and not really care where it comes from anymore, without tooling. having to kind of jump through the trick. So uh, I'm kind of hoping that it it uh, really opens up this kind of speed of development and kind of mm-hmm. cuts out some of the the just the boilerplate kind of. Boring stuff that companies have to do now, just that's part of the workflow, and kind of leaves more room for creativity. As but for for me, it's like you know, it's it's cool that you know more or less loading screens and more mm-hmm. radical changes in environments and textures and stuff like that. That's awesome. But I'm more excited about just what it means for the you know the future of games, which is kind of hard to measure. But
5: yeah, totally. Yeah, and I think. That's what kind of Epic did with their little reveal event like with the new Unreal Engine too. Is They showed like, oh yeah, we can have movie quality assets that are just kind of streamed in now. And if you can do that and not have to wait 20 hours per load like you did with Bloodborne and stuff like that, then that's awesome.
4: And I think the the implications of that Epic reveal were super exciting to me, but I also view that as an engine demo. And so it's hard for me to get excited about it from the perspective of like a player. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I was excited for developers seeing that, that reveal, but as a player, I was very much like, okay, well this isn't a game though. And um <laughs> yeah, totally. So to see it in, not that, not that ratchet's in unreal, but to see some of that, um, born out in that ratchet trailer was exactly really yeah. exciting. And that was sort of the fact that it was early enough in the event for me kind of really enhanced the whole thing. Cause it sort of set a tone that was like, okay, they are, someone is going to have something in launch window that really feels like a next gen game. And I feel a lot better about the premise of buying one of these boxes. If that's the case, mm-hmm. um, like horizon two horizon is one of my favorite games of the generation. Horizon two looks s- outstanding. It looks beautiful. And I'm sure that it will be an incredible game. Cause I think gorilla is an extremely talented studio and it's definitely one of the games I'm most excited for, but also it looked like the sequel to horizon. Yeah. It didn't necessarily look like it looked like the kind of thing that I could um, get on PC and get a, a pretty no. comparable experience to what they showed there now with a super super, you know, yeah. Yeah, new pretty fair. open world game.
0: I yeah. think with Horizon you end, you're going to end up with like and we've modeled it's going to be like a receiver, how they modeled every part of the gun, but they modeled every part of the fucking yeah. robots.
4: And that's really cool <laughs> from a visual perspective and I just want Horizon 2 like yeah, apropos of nothing, but also from a here is why you should want it to be. That's what I guess that's really what it comes down to is I wish horizon two would come out tomorrow on PS four. So I could just play it because I love that that first game and I don't need it to look significantly better than the first game to be something that I want to play. Whereas that ratchet game was like, here is why you should want this to be on a new generation of consoles. Totally. And so that's, that's why I think it was exciting.
5: I hope we get more things like that.
4: So yeah, (laughs) and I'm sure we will. Um, it's just exciting that I feel like I always felt like I would be excited to buy one of these boxes by 2022 mm-hmm. but it was more the like crap I'm going to have to buy one this year because I want to play Horizon which I figured would be launch window <laughs> but it's not there's not going to be a game I feel justifies the purchase until years down the road but mm-hmm. now that seeing that Ratchet game gives me hope that
0: well, that might not be the it's case it's amazing what a little gameplay can do for you totally yeah Yeah. that's true there, Microsoft
5: there wasn't note. yeah there wasn't <laughs> There was not a ton of gameplay, to be fair.
3: Uh, like, I, they were,
5: like, yeah, like you did with like. Gran Turismo, which we don't have to talk uh-huh. about,
0: and like it's cars. I, I skipped. You through got to it. show cars. <laughs>
5: oh, you skipped through I, it. I was like, <laughs> that
0: I, was... I, I was like, I you, yeah, I woke up like forty five minutes late. Uh, I meant to wake <laughs> up because it was like it started at like five a. m. my time. And I woke up at five thirty, and I'll, I was like, oh shit, and I was I'll like, s- okay, skip through Gran Turismo, skip through NBA. <laughs> I'll yeah. say with
4: like <laughs> literally twenty seconds. The thing about Gran Turismo that's frustrating is as a fan of sim racers. I want to be able to play a sim racer on PC as well as console. So because I like Forza so much, I'm not going to buy a racing wheel that works with (laughs) PS4 and PC. I'm going to buy one that works with Xbox and PC. So I'm just not going to get engaged with Gran Turismo because they don't make racing wheels that really work across all three platforms. It
0: could, could be different on the new console. Hopefully. Yeah. If that's the case, that'd be great.
4: (laughs) But, but from a sim racing fan perspective, you kind of have to lock into either Forza or Gran Turismo because of how and I guess technically that's not true because you can play 4 you you'll be able to play fours at eight on PC. so yeah, you could get a wheel that if you're a real on,
0: fan, you'd get you'd get a wheel for all all your consoles.
4: I don't I, and, honestly I would I don't have room in my. Apartment. No. again, let's go back to the thing I said about part of that.. No
3: what you
5: should do is you should build that whole hub with like screens surrounding you in this chair that's yeah. like moving around and all that. There you go. That's do what you, you need make for goals for
4: yourself. Do you make goals for yourself to have before significant like age milestones? Because let me tell you, don't worry, that's on the list for pre 40. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I love it. And well, you're going to have to get a Hotos in there too.
4: Yeah, because that's what I need. To, I need to use it to play
0: Microsoft Flight Simulator and like a VR headset you can pull down. Uh, it could sit on a right. table nearby. <laughs> no, no, if you if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. You gotta, you gotta do the, the top <laughs> mounted so that way the core doesn't get like caught somewhere. Uh alright. There's a lot of games, but should we talk about that uh, box? We should, yeah. Oh. I think we, Demon I think, Souls remaster looks real nice. Yeah, I, I'm gonna play that. Some um, of
4: the lighting changes, they show the tower knight and like the new there's some debate on whether the new one really looks better because <laughs> Objectively it looks like, better but it's missing yeah. a lot of the atmosphere Of the original so mm. We'll see but uh, yeah. we'll see There's it looks real pretty
0: uh, So there are parts of that game that are Very dark Cool like, yeah right like advanced Darkness so I'm just like picturing Playing that it was like HDR on an OLED TV oh yeah awesome. cool. Just like pitch black at the bottom of the Swamp where you're like I, I don't know Where it's safe to walk <laughs> yep Yeah uh, Yeah there was that Oh, sorry, Joe.
6: I was gonna say goodbye, Volcano High kind of made me sad. You know, when uh, the movie Avatar came out and people were reporting <laughs> getting feeling depressed afterwards because it, you know, it just felt like something was taken or lost from them and they just wanted to live there and they couldn't. That's how <laughs> I felt watching, uh, watching Goodbye, Volcano High. Like, I never wanted to t- return to high school, but if I was like a weird dinosaur cartoon creature, like <laughs> I just want to live in that world, maybe forever, yeah. and yeah. I can't. And so, it, that's it sad. Had-
5: there was some vibe to it that we talked about on our call, and I can't even remember what it was now. It was like somewhere between like Night in the Woods and B Stars.
6: Yeah, or yeah. Uh, what was that other one? Um, Life is strange. Sure, yeah,
5: that's an interesting one. Yeah, I didn't think about that.
6: That's good. But Night in the, yeah, I definitely got the Night in the Woods vibe, which I, I really enjoy. Night in the Woods too. So yeah,
5: and
1: yeah, it definitely looks interesting. For sim-
5: sure. Similar to Night in the Woods, problematic writers. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but yeah. we don't we oh, don't have to yeah. di-
5: we don't have to dive into yeah. that. I'm not
4: really. <laughs> I don't know how qualified we are to go into that. But yeah. I agree that it's an interesting topic. You but should it, do a Twitter search. But <laughs>
5: if yeah. you're listening. The the game itself looks really yes, fascinating. Looks interesting. I I'd uh, like to try it. Uh,
0: but yeah, they they also did the thing where they they showed the boxes. Yeah, and some yeah. Kind of stuff like some accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it's looks like a router.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's very, yeah. I router. saw
1: I I can't a I, high-end router. I can't uh I don't remember who tweeted this so this is like uh the like I I don't remember who to attribute it to but it's, it's somebody wrote that it looks like a router who finally has the confidence to pop its collar. Uh, that, <laughs> yes,
5: that was yeah. ProZD. That was uh Oh yeah, that
1: that's was, right. That was
5: Sungwon. It,
0: it's and not I, and I, like one of those like nighthawks Hawks that look like a stealth yeah. bomber with like all the antennas. No, this is This is, like, fucking, you know I had to do it to him, kid. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You know, my
6: spouse is not going to let me put this under the TV. I, I can't anyway, unless I put it horizontal. Which
4: yeah, it, it can go horizontal, but it can go yeah. horizontal. It is enormous, though. I don't yeah, know if it, you saw yeah. the the, the, it, foot, the size. Yeah, I com- did
5: compared to the controller when they showed it. It was like, oh, that looks like probably like PS4 size. But then people actually like measured it out with scaled like the, it. with the US yeah. e- with the USB well, stuff and like also, scaled it up. Some people
0: like, use the. The disk drive, which I'm like, that makes sense. Well, why are you using the USB? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. well, USB standardized, so it kind of makes sense.
4: Uh, yeah, you know, but but uh, but yeah, that thing is
0: big. It is so <laughs> big. Uh, uh, I can, taller than any console before. If it's standing vertical, so wider. If it's horizontal, what?
4: I said it in this. I hope it's. I kind of hope it's like really, really heavy. Like really, really heavy, <laughs> yeah. because. The thing, I want to stand that thing up vertically next to my monitor because I have my PS4 Pro on my desk. My partner mm. has a PS4, and that's plugged into our TV. But um, I uh, I keep consoles at my desk so that I can play them mm. in the same environment that I do other stuff in. Um, and so I'm definitely going to trade my PS4 Pro in for a PS5, and I can lay it down on its side. But I want to set it up vertically, but I have a cat that <laughs> will knock it over. <laughs> Uh, which is a terrifying, I don't He's even like thinking about it that. Glue it to your desk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: and if it's heavy, it's just going to go straight through your floor. So
4: if it, well, thankfully I live on the first floor, but oh, straight uh, through the earth. <laughs> if it's very heavy then my cat, if it's heavier than my cat, my cat will have a hard time knocking it over. Some kid in Africa, <laughs> <So> <laughs> just
0: like as asleep and just gets hit in the back with a PS five. coming the problem through is the I ground. have a huge
4: yeah. cat, so it needs to be like 25 pounds. That's my cat's I, not
5: 25. I really months, love that this is your metric. Oh, I want it to be yeah. heavy so my cat can't
4: knock it over. Totally, it's, it's yeah, a real I, thing. <laughs> with the PS or with the Xbox One X, it's great because like the cat is can't fuck with that thing. because It's <laughs> way too heavy and dense for the cat to be able to move it.
6: Why do they add wings, though? I mean, that that thing
0: is very... So it's aerodynamic.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So when you throw it off a roof, it really fails.
3: So
0: when it it finally, when they finally get the game that makes the fan spin up, it can just take flight. Yeah.
1: (laughs) One thing I I said is that it looks kind of like what I assume, I feel like what childhood me would assume a futuristic game console looks like. So I kind of dig
4: that. I appreciate that they're trying to do something um, stylish with it beyond just putting out another box. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with the way the Series X looks, but it is very much just like a monolithic black box, it's, which.
0: Yeah. You 2001, know. a Space Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> this yeah. Fucking looking thing. Yeah.
5: I mean, I kind of. I'm glad they went bold with it. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason it's all fanned out. Maybe that helps with airflow. Mm-hmm. No idea. But yeah. like. I just love the fact that we have the Xbox Series X, which is a fridge, just a big black, like you said, yeah. the monolith, and then this thing, which is
0: a fan. <laughs> a Fridge in the It and a look a fan looks like too. a floor fan. <laughs> yeah,
5: like like a Dyson.
6: Uh, it, the black yeah. and white thing is weird to me. It's like if, if you have a light, you know, console center, whatever mm-hmm. TV stand, or a dark one. Either way, this thing's gonna stand out like a penguin. Yeah. You know, it's like what <laughs> yes, the heck.
4: I feel like I need to replace all my living room furniture with glass.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. just I glass. I, <laughs> I honestly
0: wonder. I had the thought like, is the PS Five gonna influence like uh, decor trends in the 2020s?
4: Guarantee you that there will be a streamer room. There's there were streamers watching that were like, "Well, oh, shit! Yeah. Now I have to redo my entire room." <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. You're right. Imagine if it was. I
5: imagine if it was RGB though.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it might be. Um, they they, they might didn't be show everything, everything yeah, there about could it. Be some blue lights coming off of that thing. Oh,
5: more than just blue though. What if you could just get it flashed in with like.
4: What if? What if you can swap the side panels?
0: <laughs> what like a 360? Like, like
4: a 360 yeah, faceplate. Like, like faceplate.
0: <laughs> you can
4: you that can clip off the side panels. You and know put like green you ones know those thing.
0: things are gonna yellow.
4: Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing I'm not excited about is I like the look of it being... I've come around to the two-tone white and black look, but that thing is going to be, again, cat issues. That thing's going to be a cat hair magnet, and it's going to just get, like...
0: It's going to be gross-looking in a week.
5: I want it to yellow. I want it to be like an old NES.
0: (laughs) I I don't have a problem with the two-tone thing. I just... I don't want white and black. Like, I'd rather... Like, obviously... You kind of have to go with white or black to fit in a entertainment center because that's basically what people have for those. I, they could do wood grain, maybe, but oh, like wood a, grain one like an Atari, so good. Like what? Uh, wood grain and what? Like what? What's the other color? Clear, <laughs> plaid, <laughs> plaid yeah. Wood grain and plaid. Oh, uh, yeah. No,
5: they should have oh, just. Oof. they, <laughs> they should have um they should have gone GameCube style. Just black and purple. Uh, yeah, the, so,
0: like, I, I, I would get, like, an alternate colorway of a PS4, PS5. But The bigger
4: question to me, though, is just, like, with the size of that thing, even as someone who's not going to need to fit it in an entertainment center, it'll be on mm-hmm. a desk, I'm going to have to rearrange my desk and move my monitor so it's off-center on my desk to fit that thing, like, because mm-hmm. it's so tall
0: uh yeah and i I think the xbox is also gonna have that issue because it's so chonky like it's if it's on its side it's got like a lot of height yeah it's like if it's in the horizontal position the the height of it is i
4: think the height of it will be okay for my setup because yeah Uh, um, for some people for some people it won't be but not that i would i I mean i wouldn't have a series x on my desk anyway because i have a gaming pc that plugs into my monitor but um yeah, I don't know. the The PS five is definitely an interesting
0: uh, conundrum as to how it's going to fit in places. Uh, um, all the controller, the promo image had like what appeared to be a black DualSense, like just all black, which where people was like, "I just want a black one, please." But then all the images they showed were also the two tone DualSense. The, so the
4: controller still is one to me that's like if that's white. I have had white controllers in the past. If you want to talk about things that yellow with bodily fluids have like have to wear sweat.
2: gloves to <laughs> yeah. play
4: every game. <laughs> uh, white controllers look pretty gross after two or three years um, mm. <laughs> if you play intense games.
3: Uh, well,
0: there are, I did say they revealed boxes. They revealed the yeah. digital only edition, which comes mm-hmm. without a disk drive. Which is really, uh, it looks so much
6: better. That disc drive looked like a tumor it, or something. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it did look just like.
3: Oh <laughs> great. God,
0: you didn't yeah. think about where to put that at all. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh, I see, I see. Uh huh. This is the one you want to sell. Is the one? Is the digital version?
6: <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping yeah. they do that with the, the black to that. I hope they show white, show white, show white, and then re- like release time. They're like, Oh, there's also a black one that we made like ten times more of.
4: <laughs> all yeah. Black. Yeah. My hope is that um, they'll, if, if they're gonna, since they have the all digital one, it would be nice if um, physical games came with a code that you could redeem. Um, I don't know how you would do that because you could, in theory, just like give a code to somebody else. Hmm. So, like, yeah. or
0: yeah, or you use the code and you give the game to someone that's else. That's what I, I mean. Yeah. That really yeah. God, um,
5: that's bringing us back to the 90s with PC gaming then because we're just getting back into serial codes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. And I don't
4: care about having a disc so much, <laughs> but it would just be nice to be able to maintain support for like small game stores. Um Yeah, or just have the options. Well, yeah. That's
0: why you have to you have to buy the ugly one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I I I appreciate that they have the option, but I know that I I feel like I'm going to have to get the normal one.
0: I think, <laughs> think I need because to because see cuz I want those options. If it's
4: if it's significantly cheaper to get the all digital one, um because I think like there's a potential there for it offsets the cost of the drive, and then on top of that, they assume they're going to sell more digital games, so that they so like increased profit margin on the games for Sony. Maybe they'll drop the the digital one would be a hundred dollars less or something. I think I would probably go with the digital one, although I have disc based PS4 games that I'm going to want to play. Yeah, that, so it's that's like right,
0: yeah, because like. If Horizon Zero Dawn say they do like a PS5, like oh you can if they did something like the smart delivery thing where you can get the enhanced version, uh, like oh we did more textures, you can get 4K 60, not you don't have to choose or you know something like that. But I've got that on disc, so if I get the all digital version, I can't yeah. play that. Also, I've got like Blu-rays and DVDs. That right, that's, that's the thing
1: too is that I use it as my. Like Blu-ray system, mm. if I ever use those.
4: So, what if they, what if they say quietly, it does not play movies. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that would not go over well.
4: No. By the way, we don't have Netflix. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, like, I just mean like yeah. disc-based movies. Remember because,
0: when the PS3 you needed to put in a DVD yes, that's to watch what I'm Netflix? At because there's a license.
4: Yeah. Oh, to watch Netflix.
0: You needed to put in a DVD when when Netflix first came out on the PSD you had to have a DVD in the console. Like a special Netflix DVD. Same with the Wii.
4: Weird. What I was going to say is there's a licensing cost associated with
0: the the movie player. Mm -hmm. Is my understanding? Sony Sony did the Blu-ray stuff. I don't know if they did UHD Blu-ray, but they were like the ones behind Blu-ray.
4: Yeah, but there was something about if you didn't put a disc in maybe it was DVDs but if you didn't put a disc in to like activate the license on the software that played the movie it didn't have to do with this the format of the disc I don't think then you like lost the ability to play movies on <laughs> I think it was PS3 um, right. I'll try to pull it up and, and share it but yeah it was a really weird story where there was a certain skew of PlayStation that you had to put a disc in to activate the license on the video player in order to play videos because it was cost saving for them because if you I never use the disc then they like didn't a, have to pay the license for that I think there
0: was something console. about Japanese I think I was listening to like a hotspot of Giant Bomb and I think they mentioned this I think it was a Japanese like PlayStation 2 and then, and then be, I thought it, was it more came out. Or, or that, no, you needed you needed the remote to watch DVDs in Japan. It, this is a different thing than that. Okay, similar you, concept. You needed the remote in Japan for the PS2 to watch DVDs. But I, then I, when it came out in America, they're like, "We can't do this here. It won't work."
5: Uh, well, I think one of the um, accessories they showed for the PS5 was a remote.
0: So I think yes, that's how long do How do it? How, uh,
6: how many times are like you're watching a movie, you need to pause it. Oh, but the controller's off or the controller's frozen. <laughs> you got to turn on the and you're like, "Use yeah. just." You need to answer the I, phone. I had
0: the wildest shit happen like a few weeks ago. I was the watching the absolute most buck wild shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Cool. I was watching Princess Mononoke with my girlfriend. That's pretty wild. And on PS4, Blu-ray, you know, all, all the good shit. And... <laughs> We're like, okay, I need to pause the movie, and my girlfriend just grabs the TV remote and hits the pause button, and it paused the movie on the PlayStation. I'm like, how did you do this? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how it's supposed to work. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> okay.
5: Wait, yeah, what, what happened? Like, did you guys it just paused?
0: It paused. But like, it did,
5: what did what was your reaction? Did you just like?
0: I I I was just like, what? That's not that doesn't work. What are you doing? Like, no, that's not how that works. Stop that. Don't do that. It's not right. Like she broke your world. Yeah, no, I was like, this is, I've never seen this. This is not how things work. I don't, like, I can't even, I can't like understand how this worked because <laughs> it's a TV remote. It's not paired in any way to the PlayStation. It's I, not even a Sony TV. Like, does,
5: Can that go over HDMI? Is that a thing that it can uh, understand? you've got
0: like a, I, if you've got like the arc, whatever input, but I don't, I haven't deliberately plugged into that, but also <laughs> no. superpower.
5: Yeah, yeah. Like I, maybe, maybe in Japan, that's just how they do things. <laughs> it's Everything,
0: absolute most buck wild shit I've seen <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, they showed a bunch of uh, accessories: the remote, the like a charging cradle for the DualSense.
5: There's the headphones that will automatically upload pictures of your ears
4: to Mark the Cerny's. He- to Mark Cerny's. The the he-
0: home NAS.
4: <laughs> the headphones oh, thing gives me like unlimited amounts of like frustration and anxiety because I have the the very good wireless uh PS4 headphones that yeah. uh, I have the uncharted edition say <laughs> things in latin on it um cool but uh they're great headphones um that have virtual surround sound and stuff that works really well and I already have those I have my um uh surround sound headphones for my PC I have my uh Studio headphones that I use with my microphone when I'm recording stuff. And then I also have a pair of Bluetooth earbuds that I use with my phone. It's like, I don't want another pair of headphones. I, I
0: think, I think yeah. you'll be okay. I, I think, like, I think will be but okay. But how are they going
4: to? I'm not going to be okay. The headphones <laughs> I have don't scan my ear. How's Mark Stern going to know how to make the audio go in my ear?
0: Well, you just got a, have to do it manually. Have to, yeah. <laughs> Have to have to cast a wax mold. I don't think they've <laughs> offered a manual option. I'm not putting anything in my ear,
4: but I will take a picture of my ear and send it to Mark Cerny's home address. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah the the digital thing is interesting because no one has launched like day and date console launch with a, a digital no. only console. Um,
5: yeah, the only other ones were the Xbox One S digital one. And then there was what the PSP Go,
3: mm-hmm.
5: like. But those were years after those consoles yeah. were already out.
6: Yeah, and that's what got me kind of thinking that they, if they're going to be selling out on day one, like it, I'd be really surprised if you didn't have like a sturdy, good, like solid game kind of released with it, just because yeah. of that kind of day one issue. And we you've got an education problem otherwise. We've got to explain to people what it means if you're buying digital edition only.
5: Yeah, like now you can't go to your. Well, GameStop is going to be dead, but let's let's say yeah. you're going to go to your physical local store and pick up uh, Stray the disc, and then they're no, going to get just, home and they're like, "Where do I put it? What do I do uh, with this?" You'd hope
0: you'd hope that retailers be like, "Hey, hey uh, it's not going to it's not going to work, you got, but, but you I, can't.
4: I think it's a joke." But to that GameStop point, like, not not that I'm a fan yeah. of GameStop, but. As someone who worked there for a long time, that that was the way that it did go at that store. Was like, hey, let's make sure you're all set. Is this game? Are you going to be able to play this game? Do you have the right console? Do you have the, like Wii to Wii U is a great example. Oh, People God, would come God. in and buy a Wii U game, oh. and you know we were very careful to say, uh, uh-huh, um, like, do you have a Wii U or do you have a Wii? Do you have the con- the one that has the screen on the controller or not? Mm-hmm. To parents. I don't know. Not to take anything away from like the people working in the Walmart electronics department, but are they going to ask that question?
3: Uh, Yeah, I know that I did when I
1: worked at Target because I didn't work in the electronics department, but I work. I remember walking past and people asking, like, asked a question about Wii U, and I'm like, but that was only because I knew
2: exactly about games
1: and like that I that I knew the difference between a Wii and Wii U, but, like, not... Mm. The average employee doesn't.
2: Yeah, no, but you,
0: you'd hope that the electronics department people... You can't have this everywhere, like, you know, uh, small towns or whatever mm-hmm. they're going to have, whoever they have in those areas, but you'd hope on, like, a console launch stuff, people, people would know. But yeah, I think there are definitely going to be the parents who buy, or grandparents who buy the digital console and the and like disc games and then the people don't say anything or just like, yep, get them through. Um, I think the interesting part to me is we've talked about it before. And I think
4: that this console is going to sell out. Both SKUs will sell out. No problem. But I think more and more it's interesting because I don't feel like they're selling. We'll see what their messaging is like as marketing campaign goes on. I don't feel like this is meant to sell towards parents buying this for their kids. It's more like, We know there are plenty of you in your twenties and thirties and forties who have been playing PlayStation games your entire life. Mm -hmm. You're going to be the ones who buy this console. Yeah, you're the ones who are going to line up. We don't have to explain it to you. Yeah,
0: and Uh, also, again, the economy right now is totally fucked. So, yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, but yeah, I think to Joe's point, like Christmas Day, if it comes out, then kid opens it, puts plugs it in the digital only edition, doesn't come with a game, goes to PSN, and that thing is down. You just, Eat. it's a, it's, it's a brick, oh, yeah. it, it's a brick. Yeah. cause like you can't load a disc into it.
4: Like no. to be, to be fair. I mean, I think that's totally right, but also I don't know. And kids don't necessarily care about this, but I'm thinking about like when, if I get, you know, last of us two on disc Thursday night at 9 PM Pacific from my local game store and take it home and pop it in the drive it's going to pull a 20 gigabyte patch either way. That's an exaggeration, but it's going to pull a patch anyway. (laughs) So if, we'll hope it's an exaggeration. So if, uh, so I think like, and maybe a kid is just going to say like, I don't, I don't care. Just make the game go. doesn't matter if it wants a patch, we'll install the patch later. But so much of that is tied to that infrastructure anyway, that I think the point I guess is doubly true that regardless of the addition you got to hope that they're prepared for like how that stuff is going to play out in that sort of holiday purchase
3: situation. Uh Well, and
0: part of it, like you, you have to, it, it is on the parents or the people buying the thing to educate themselves somewhat. Yeah. They're buying for their children, uh, you know, you can't say it's all on the employees or whatever. But, no, you know, ho- you'd hope if someone was like making a clear, like, oh, I want the digital one because it's cheaper. And I want like, I want uh, Ratchet and Clank on the disc because I'm uh, hmm. not putting my credit card information on the uh, internet or whatever. And then, uh, you know, or I don't want my kid buying a bunch of micro transactions. And then you're like, uh, that's, th- this is not compatible. I wonder. <laughs> it, oh, sorry. Oh yeah, no, that's that's
5: all. I was just gonna say, I wonder if this is going to open the door to online
0: game rentals.
5: Because like you kind of get a little bit of that now, but not so much. Like you get it with movies. You have the that, digital that rentals. That was
0: the PlayStation Now original model. Yeah, yeah it, was.
5: it was. But like, because now, like, you're not going to have a used market for the digital only one. Um, like, it's just not yeah. going to happen. Uh, and that might like, be
1: not a feature, not a bug for Sony, though.
5: Yeah, exactly. But I wonder if they are going to have like you know a way for fifteen-year-old kid who has a part-time job to not have to spend sixty dollars on a regular game,
4: and not yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, I I wonder how much that fifteen-year-old kid. I mean, I don't mean to paint with a broad brush here, but Mm -hmm. how I'm curious as to like the world of fifteen-year-old kids playing video games now. Is it like? 15-year-old kid super excited for Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima or is it 15-year-old kid I play Fortnite and Call of Duty so I don't need to buy a bunch of games because mm-hmm. yeah. I just play those all year long. That's tough to I, say. I just don't know what it looks like.
0: I don't know. Uh, do you think GameStop sells the digital edition? That's a good question. Oh, <laughs> they, they're not. That's very, yeah, they're that's, not very
5: high margin items like the consoles. They're not making margin on those. So.
0: Yeah, because well, like, well, that's GameStop literally I'm- them selling the nails to their own <laughs> coffin. <laughs> yeah, because
1: they. I mean, uh, they make games money off of the used games. Like
0: yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's a good.
4: Question. Which was something that I was that I kind of commented on when they ta- showed the all digital version is, um, uh, you can purchase digital games from. GameStop now, yeah. um, they'll print a code on your receipt. I don't know if you can do that at smaller stores. I hope so, because, you know, if I hadn't thought about the issue of my small but existent PS4 library of games that I want to be able to play next year. Um, but uh, if I were able to purchase codes from my local game store that is mm-hmm. a small business, and support them still that way. I would be much more comfortable with buying an all digital version. Cause I don't really trade games in anyway.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um But uh, it's a good question as to whether that's even going to be possible. Or is Sony going to say like, oh, y'all digital one and then just give us all your money. <laughs> Screw
0: you. Yeah. But and even, pops. even the, like the codes isn't like a huge, no, no, it's like not. a huge margin anyway. So, it is. Uh, it'll be interesting to see because Sam has talked about this. I don't think he's talked about it on the podcast, but game in the UK has like totally fucked up pri- game pricing there. Where oh yeah, uh, it's nuts. Like physical releases are way cheaper than digital releases because game said if you're gonna have digital sales, then we're not gonna. Or if like there's no price if we can't have a better price, then we won't carry your consoles basically. Mm -hmm. And they're like the main seller of games in the country. So there's like a 10 to 20 pound difference in digital and physical games.
4: I do wonder too, if how much it actually like an anecdote is I, so we ran out of Seltzer last week seltzer water <laughs> and oh, my partner no. was like, Oh, like uh, we, we need seltzer. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to the grocery store just to go get seltzer because we're in a pandemic. And I try to limit my, my trips. And she was totally understanding of that too. So I looked up like how much it would cost to get seltzer delivered. Um, and I found this subscription service that looks like it has delicious seltzer, but it was like $40 for 24 cans, which is Jeez. absurdly priced. Mm, yeah. But that business exists, so people must be paying that yeah. extra cost to support them. So I'm wondering if how far we've moved in the direction, since the last consoles launched, how far have we moved in the direction of people don't care about the price if there's mm-hmm. a convenience associated with it. Obviously, anyone that's been affected hard economically by the pandemic is extremely price conscious. But like for a lot of people who buy video games they're privileged enough to be in a position where price maybe doesn't matter as much. So I wonder if that's who Sony is like trying to sell this console to is people who just don't care. All they care about is convenience and not having to like go anywhere.
6: <laughs> oh man. I, oh gosh, you just scared me. I hope people are willing to pay for convenience because uh, like free to play microtransactions is basically ruined Mobile gaming. Every once while, I go on my phone to like try to find a game, and they're all free. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not getting any because I don't want to deal with this. Like, buy twelve silvers Mm -hmm. to
4: speed up your game. And thankfully, that hasn't hit console. Like a game like Fortnite has kind of defined. There was some of that earlier on, but like Fortnite now has pretty well defined how free to play games work on other platforms, and does it in a good way. Where like you don't you can play Fortnite and never pay a microtransaction and get everything out of it from a gameplay perspective it's all just cosmetic stuff that you're getting for paying um, but yeah I don't know it's a weird it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it, I think having an all digital version of the console has a ripple effect across all kinds of different genres and, and markets within the industry
5: yeah as, as long as those free-to-play games don't go into that mobile style like Joe's kind of describing because like, that is very much the mobile style of just absolutely. it's really predatory I guess
0: absolutely yeah yeah, yeah totally. It. That it's bad. Kirby game that came out last year, what? Uh, there was yeah, Nintendo put mm-hmm. out a Kirby game on it's the like Switch. Monster Hunter. Uh, kind, yeah, it was like a two D Monster Hunter type thing, kind oh, of like right. it's basically just like a one screen mm-hmm. like oh. battle thing. But that was very like free to play mobile game mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, but it's free to play on Switch. But yeah, well,
4: and these a lot of these publishers are ha- have their fingers in that pot too. Like EA puts okay. out a ton of those kinds of those mobile games. Well, and look forward
0: to skate three mobile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and um Inten- you know.
5: Nintendo on mobile too. Like yep. their games are pretty predatory. It, with like the god fire, the
0: Mario Party or not Mario Party, uh, Mario, Mario Kart. Kart, Mario Kart and like
5: the Fire Emblem one, which is just a gotcha game and yeah.
0: Yep. Totally. Yeah. At least yeah. that's like an like it's an actual game at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: gotchas are interesting because there's some like grand blue is an example of a game that is um i don't know that i would say it's predatory because it is a gotcha game but it's also the collectability is like kind of part of the game and you can pay for as much or as little of it as you want to and still have play through all the content um but but a lot of something like mario kart definitely fits that mold and yeah yeah i hope it's it's It'll be weird to see how that stuff evolves in the next generation.
5: I hope Sony doesn't go that way. Because, <laughs> like, how, one would hope. How is um, the Modern Warfare, the free to play version, the War- Warzone, how is that on PS4? Like, is it full of kind of microtransaction y kind of stuff?
4: No, there's a Battle Pass you can buy. Yeah. Uh, Modern Warfare that's doesn't that's have fine.
0: any. There's, uh, there's like cosmetic stuff, isn't there? Like, right? It's but, all cosmetics. Yeah. yeah.
4: Like, um, they're, they add new guns that you get from leveling up the Battle Pass, but I. Pretty put, positive. All of those are tied to the free tier, not the anime tier.
0: ladies on your guns. The anime ladies are you have to pay for. That is <laughs> not free. <you. laughs> yeah, that's you why mean, because, um, Forza Horizon is the best game because you if don't. If you have want to pay a weed gun, if you want a weed
4: gun, you got to pay for that. In <laughs> right, Modern right. Warfare, but sorry. it doesn't shoot any better than the non-weed guns.
0: Right.
5: But what was that? You just
4: feel better about it. Oh, just oh, say, uh, just gonna,
0: uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I don't even know who he's talking to. But I was going to say that's why Forza Horizon is the best game because you don't have to pay for the anime ladies. Yep.
4: But
0: yeah, oh, Joe, you were going to say. Uh, I've been addicted
6: to uh, to uh, Modern Warfare lately, and uh, the, even the guns you unlock, are they're kind of like these uh, kind of prestigious, cool-looking guns that uh, are basically just um, kind of combinations of other things that you can unlock yeah. other otherwise call
4: them blueprints. And There's, oh, I'm right. happy with yeah. that.
6: Yeah.
3: There's those,
4: and then each season they've added a couple new actual, like, I don't know if you, chassis is the word, but like full new guns. But I'm pretty sure, and you do have to unlock them, but I'm pretty sure... Those are tied to the free tiers, not the paid tier. So it's yep. like you get to level 10 and then you get the new like they added that shotgun that's like pistol size. All right, yeah. For example, and that I think was free. You just had to get to that level with the battle pass to get to it. No, just but that's not pass. tied to Warzone. That's not tied to Warzone right. either. That's that's tied to because Warzone it doesn't really matter. It kinda does, but it doesn't really matter what guns you have because you're picking them up anyway. right, uh, right, right. Unless right. you call in a loadout. But the the um the new guns that come out, I think they just get added to Warzone. Whereas the pay, like I play more Warzone's cool, but I play more the competitive, the multiplayer, and that you just have to unlock the guns through leveling.
6: Cool. Well, what's funny is, uh, so I saw that um when I when I got Modern Warfare, I saw that um, the unlocks were all cosmetics. So I'm like, cool. I don't I don't care about cosmetics at all. But then I saw that um, some of the things that you unlock are uh, double XP, and so yeah. I immediately bought it when I said double XP because. I guess I need that XP to unlock cosmetics. Like that's all the XP is good for. <laughs> yeah. But I, man, you tell me there's double XP tokens. I am there.
5: <laughs> totally. That's like um, jetpack joyride, right? Like one of the first things you could buy was the the coin doubler. Yep. So like you Done. get that right at the start. Then you just boost through everything. Like yeah, totally, hundred percent.
6: Yep. Experience egg.
0: It's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. There are games that I play, like the free to play mobile games. I'm like, this is good enough, you know, that I'd pay to get rid of ads. Like, I'd give you like three bucks, get rid of ads, just give me the bonuses that I get for watching ads or something.
5: Like, like Tents and Trees.
0: But yeah, like something like that. But they just don't, like, some of these games don't even offer that. So you could pay, like, get a premium pass for $20, but you still have to watch the ads. God damn it. And I was, because I, I am
4: sort of interested in that wild riff, that league of legends mm-hmm. mobile thing. Um, I checked out arena of valor, which is the like 10 cent, the game Ugh. that they basically like ripped oh, right. league of legends. Off, Cause yeah. the story was like 10 cent said, riot needed to make a mobile version of league. Riot said no. And then Tencent was like, fine, we'll do it. But they took all of the riot assets and stuff <laughs> initially. And the map yeah. is almost identical and everything to league. Uh, And it's very fun. Like the game plays really well. But uh, it is like it is unbelievable. There are like multiple battle passes you can buy. You have to buy the characters. There's skins for them to buy. And then there's like an almanac that you purchase things in that like I don't even know what it does. They there's so many vectors for you to spend money. And it is so devious the way it's like, well, today, if you spend two dollars on this funnel, then you can get this. And then the next day you log in and it's like, well, we've got a special offer for you. If you spend $5, you get the equivalent of $10 in that funnel, but you're putting it in this funnel so you get more stuff. It's Just, uh, ridiculous. It is awful. Yeah, it's uh, to me, it's like it's hitting
6: all the, my like, addictive nerves. You know, like they're getting hooked. Totally. Up. Now I'm checking in multiple times a day. I'm thinking about it every day. When I wake up in the morning, I wake up. I need to go check. I, mm. I eventually that's why I eventually quit, quit war to uh, Warcraft because of uh, the daily quests were just driving me insane because it was just yep. taking over my life like I can't I can't do this yeah I can't play these kind of games yeah
5: that's why yeah. you'll enjoy uh Xenoblade <laughs> Yeah, at least it's a one-time entry. <laughs> yeah, yep. there's
4: no check, there's no dailies. Yeah, there's it's a, not
1: daily, it's just... There's a
4: mountain of quests for you to do, but you can do them as leisurely as you want. Yeah, yeah let me um, grind, but don't make me grind. Although I will say, I, yeah. I uh, that's not, to, not to go off on a tangent about Xenoblade, but I did, the other day, <laughs> I logged in to play it, or logged in, I turned it on my Switch <laughs> to play it, um, and... Uh, I was like oh yeah I have this, this side quest it's just across this bridge that the story had me right next to I'm going to go kill this crab and then I went over there and the crab one shotted me <laughs> and I was like what are we doing here <laughs> how does this <that> work <laughs> what am I supposed to do <laughs> guess I'll go do the story more
0: yeah uh, sometimes you know sometimes you need a good kick in the ass like uh, oh yeah no this quest is for level like 50 and you're level 2 but it doesn't tell you that anymore uh, <laughs> <so>. interesting <laughs> it's weird you didn't walk up to that crab and see like some big skulls next to its name. No. Or something? And I'm sure the that level. the UI. I think I just didn't read that in the UI. It was probably uh-huh. there, but yeah. it said no,
5: just big letters. No, <laughs> do not. <laughs> <laughs> but Dude, just even, like
0: stop. Don't even think about it.
5: But so uh, to to loop things back, did y'all feel positively about the PS5 event? Like overall.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that it was a good game showcase. Um, Showed off like a good variety of things, and showed off, you know, games that largely like I, I was into pretty, almost everything that they were showing. Oh, especially um, the Sackboy I mean, game. Oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> to varying degrees, and not everything, but almost. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I think that it did what it needed to do in showing uh, a lot of games with variety that looked pretty good. So. Yeah, I thought
0: it was a good event. Yeah, a hundred percent. I left that, like I said at the beginning, like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, video games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had that in <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's no. just been. It's it was nice to get like uh, something to be excited and happy about uh, in because we've been living in some tumultuous times.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. it was
0: nice to be like, okay, uh, here are things I can look forward to and enjoy. And then go back to, okay, what what the, what the fuck is going on here? What do I got to yell about today? Rest in peace. Uh, but in it, in the, peace the messaging. The yeah, the, Yeah, exactly. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but it, the messaging is frustrating. I, I want to see them right. clear that up. Uh, so what's the
4: price of the thing? Like. Yeah. In a time of economic instability, the least you could do is let people plan for uh, an expensive purchase I just, I just, five months before. Maybe it's they happen. don't know.
0: Maybe they don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah.
5: they're in the same spot, honestly.
0: Mm. I guess yeah. They should they, What they would, would want to like, cut it? the price too Pardon? soon and right.
1: right, but at the same time they they have to realize now is not really the best time for a lot of people to be making a big financial purchase. Yeah. So, yeah, No, I I I feel like that's probably, I, I mean, I'm assuming that's probably the case.
6: Um, I know for me, I'm, I'm mainly PC and Switch these days. and I'm really happy with that combo, but I need a media mm-hmm. center, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I plan on upgrading. Um, And I had already decided on Xbox because of Game Pass and it just kind of ties mm-hmm. in nicely. Mm-hmm. So I, I've owned every PlayStation. I've only ever had one Xbox and not. So, you know, I was going to switch. But then I saw this, and I saw it was specifically Ratchet and Clank. Where I was like, "Oh, you know what? I had so much fun with those games. It looks so colorful. Maybe, maybe I I will get a PlayStation this time. Maybe I'll stick with PlayStation." But then I saw the surfboard wings, and I, Mm. (laughs) I think that might have
3: done it. Yeah, Yeah. it's.
1: I think it's interesting because I know that I've personally been like, well, uh, Xbox doesn't get quite the uh, Japanese game support because. Uh nobody in Japan buys Xboxes.
3: Yeah. And, so and um
1: there's very I I've, kind of, I've already been kind of resigned to, well, I'm going to get the next PlayStation no matter what. So it's it's interesting hearing from a different kind of perspective on that.
5: Yeah, and it always it always felt like, and it's changed a little bit over the past year, that Xbox didn't really have any exclusives I cared about. Like there was yeah. Forza Horizon and like Forza to an extent. I don't really care about Halo. I don't care about Crackdown or you know any of that stuff. But like, Fable. The, like or or Gears, yeah, Fable, sure. Fable. But but the thing is, like, within the past year or two, that's coming to PC. Everything comes to yeah, PC, yeah. that's like, the thing. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like, you don't,
1: yeah, because I like that's that's something that I'd really like to do eventually. Um, my hopefully when I whenever I get my next uh, job, um, I could start building a. Good gaming PC, so it's like if if I'm doing that, there's no real reason why I would want an Xbox.
6: Yeah, totally. Crossplay.
1: Yeah,
6: PlayStation has sucked with crossplay for years. It's been a problem, and seamlessly play with. Yeah,
3: they are getting getting, better, but but, yeah, but they're not. But I will say,
4: (laughs) I will say to that point, one of the big things about the the Xbox, I don't know that I'm going to run out and buy a Series X on launch day. I have a One X and a PS4 Pro right now. But what's nice about the Xbox is there's a potential there for like, I just bought a new video card a couple months ago, but um, two years from now, if I'm feeling like I don't really want to buy a new video card and I am someone who kind of, you don't need to buy a new video card every two years, but Mm -hmm. um, maybe I would be into buying a series X if it's offering really incredible experiences and I can plug a mouse and keyboard into it, which is something you can do and play those cross-platform games that way. Um, the PS5 has one USB port, <laughs> from what we've seen. It's, it's got USB C, uh, I believe was confirmed. Well, my mouse doesn't. So <laughs> but you get a USB C hub, like a hub, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, but that's not. I think it's got. I think that's enough also, of a, That's enough stuff on the back. So like, there's yeah there's I don't ways know. around it. We'll but, see. We'll have to see. Yeah. But
4: but I think a bigger thing for me is I still am. Disappointed that it seems like we're going to do business as usual with the way that this stuff is going to work. I know we've talked about this a little bit, Andre, but it's like there's going to be the timed exclusives. There's going to be the there's going to be a bunch of platform exclusives. Like Sony seems like they're just doing another one, um, whereas I really like Microsoft's approach to expanding to having PC options and stuff like that. And I mean, I don't, it's not because I think there's some like altruistic, I don't think Microsoft is like (laughs) the good guys or anything. They're all corporations that want to make a shitload of money, but the, I like Microsoft's approach to it more than Sony's. And it's frustrating because I feel still, I feel a little bit better about it after this presentation because ratchet looks really cool and stuff, but I still feel like Sony is squeezing me to say like, Hey, you liked horizon a lot, right? Well, it's going to cost you five hundred dollars to play the next one. Yeah, but, but that,
1: that, I think I feel like that's the thing with it, though. Where I feel like yes, Xbox, the way that it's doing it, especially with the crossplay and everything, is a lot more user friendly, or it's like a lot more consumer friendly. But at the end of the day, I feel like more like I need to buy a PlayStation Five because of that, and, and that, it's not necessarily. I feel like I want to.
3: Yeah, like that's. It's just kind of yeah. more
1: of like. Yeah, like like I'm watching this presentation going. Yeah, I need a PlayStation Five. So, Whereas yeah. it's not necessarily great feeling, but at the same time, I don't know. Does that matter if this this sells more consoles to for the company? I don't yeah. know. Uh,
5: so I got a weird thought for you, Pat. I don't know. Maybe this is some conspiracy theory tinfoil hat kind of thing. But so a lot of people were on 360, you know, back in 2008 yeah, or whatever, yeah. like. A lot of people were 360 almost everybody like p s three people didn't care about back then, so they built up a library of uh, 360 games maybe some people had an original Xbox maybe they have blinks the time cat and they still have all those discs uh, but they switched to p s four so because p s four was obviously the dominant console this cycle
3: and mm-hmm.
5: but maybe they and still
0: you, you didn't have to be online, yeah well it's <laughs> a real reason Come
5: yeah because yeah of course, and you could play the used games, but um, yeah <laughs> but um what, like, because Microsoft has been pushing really hard, like the backwards compatibility, like 100% backwards compatibility all the way back to the Xbox. And to me, that almost seems like a way for them to say, like, hey, we know you switch sides, but if you want to come back, all your old games, they still work. Like, oh, yeah. Like they're kind of just reaching out, being like, hey, look, we know that we kind of messed up the last gen, but if you want to come back, we're, we're open to you. And
4: that's the biggest thing that I like having my Xbox. One X Four, which I have used it not a ton, but I have used it to go back and play some of those backwards compatible games, which
3: mm-hmm.
4: still don't work on PC. I just, I think Allison's point is exactly kind of what I'm getting at: is I don't want to buy a PS Five. I just know that I have to, yeah. and that's frustrating coming from the perspective of someone who has a gaming PC, which not everyone does. So I understand that that's a unique perspective for sure.
5: Yeah, but that's a barrier to entry there.
4: I, I, I feel like I can play. That whether I had bought a video card or not, I would be able to play Deathloop because even my five-year-old or not that old three or four-year-old mm-hmm. card that I had would have probably been able to turn out Deathloop on like medium or lower settings. Yeah. Um but the fact that like if I'm a PS4 only user, I have to buy a PS5 to play it, or I just can't, just <laughs> it just sucks. And it's the way it has always been. It's not like this is a new thing, but it's a thing that has always bothered me. And it's disheartening to see it just continue to be the thing. And it made me like coming away from that presentation. It just made me go back to the, like, uh, obviously there's a lot of toxicity around PC gaming. So that's, this is not the direction I'm coming at it from, but it made me go back to that. Like, man, I wish that the steam machine thing had just taken off and, and leveled these, the whole playing field. And that Sony just made games now (laughs) that that he, and then you got to buy whatever box you wanted to play them on. Um, because it, 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 feels it's it's a frustration I think and I think the reason that it what amplifies it for me is coming away from it and seeing posts on Twitter that are like Sony wrecked Microsoft and and you know so Nintendo sucks look at this comparison between Horizon 2 and Pokemon and stuff like that (laughs) it's just like everyone you're all just like whipped up into this consumerism frenzy you shouldn't want to buy a $500 box just to play a new game (laughs) like that you should be you can be excited about the games but that part of the equation you shouldn't want to go get a a, a PS5 box tattooed on you because you're like <laughs> excited about <laughs> the fact that there's a new $500 hunk yeah. of plastic and silicone I want to no I want to get like, you know, a
0: PS5 tattooed come. on me because it's a beautiful piece of hardware. <laughs> yep.
4: It's it's just it's frustrating from that perspective <laughs> of like we as a as a as like a as consumers should be saying like Hey, we're gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy this box. We're gonna buy this box, but this does suck. And I'm not gonna like feed the hype machine and just like spout off about how incredible the the conference was because I have a lot of respect for what the developers are doing, but I also think it's still like, yeah. When are we gonna move on from this cycle?
5: Yeah, and I'll, I'll just leave it with one last thought because I know we should probably wrap up soon. But um, the one thing that Microsoft does, and like Joe was also kind of alluding to, is like X Cloud. Like we have Game Pass, but we also have X Cloud. Mm-hmm. And they are kind of speaking to those people, Pat. Like yeah. they're like they're saying, like, you don't necessarily need this new console. Like they're they're going way more heavy into the services, which I think is the right choice at yeah. in, in 2020. Um, yeah. like I hey, can't I, I can't fault Sony for going into it with the mentality they have. But I think Microsoft
4: yeah. is, like we've said, a little bit more consumer friendly in that way. I think um, the at the end of the day, the and maybe this jump to having those S- that SSD integrated will be what Sony needs to do this in the future, but yeah I think the premise of the Xbox they're doing, and I don't want, I'm not really a Microsoft fanboy either, I'm coming off that way, but I'm not. Um,
5: oh, I've never owned an Xbox, so.
4: Yeah, the the <laughs> I own, I, I didn't get an Xbox until last year, uh, and before that, the last one I had was a 360, so um, but uh, they're doing the thing that I kind of had hoped this whole generation would be, which is hey, if you have an Xbox One S, you're going to be able to play... I'm pretty sure this is true. You're going to be able to play Halo Infinite on it. It's not going to look as good as it does on a One X, and it's certainly not going to look as good as it does on a Series X, but you're going to be able to play it on each of these consoles, and you're going to be able to play everything we put out this year on each of these consoles into 2021. And then maybe by the end of 2021, that One S is going to be a little too long in the tooth to play new games, but your One X is going to work into 2022, Mm -hmm. at which point... you like That rollover, to me, is much more... Friendly, I think, and it makes it feel less bad um, because it feels like an evolution more than a hard, like, yeah. artificial stop.
0: Microsoft um, is doing every ca- everything they can to say, you don't have to buy this console, whereas right. Sony is doing everything they can to go, you are going to buy this <laughs> <Yes>. console. <laughs> and I think
4: that's why I feel better yeah. about the Microsoft approach, even though they're both big companies trying to make money. Yeah. And Microsoft is also supported by A huge range of services that make a hell of a lot more money than Xbox does. So if anything, that part of their brand is, or that the Xbox division is definitely not something they're leaning on anyway.
0: I'm I'm Uh, just, I, I guess it leaves me wondering why they're, This we can have this conversation another time, but why the Series X is even coming out this year? Like, if they could, like, the One X wasn't that long ago, uh, and maybe it's because, like, next-gen games that are built for, like, the SSD stuff uh, with, like, the PS5 won't, like, exclusives won't be able to play nice with these, the One X or this uh, the One S, but... Like if they let it bake for another year or two and then game came out and like, okay, now it's the most powerful console ever. And they're saying that about this current one, but yeah. like I think step up, it could be, uh, compared. My assumption maybe is that, that would have been another thing, but I don't know.
4: With this model, they're actually, they'll, they'll probably release consoles more frequently. Microsoft will, I think we'll probably, they'll probably yeah. see more, um, updates, like more regular, maybe not annually, but every two to three years, they'll probably put out something that's a little beefier. Um, that kind of fits with that like slow roll um, from gen- from console to console. I could yeah. be totally wrong about that, but that's how I would. T- that's the strategy I would take um, well, so that I can always so that I can always say, as Phil Spencer, "Hey, the Xbox is the most powerful console. <laughs> the one we just well, put out is the most powerful this year." Yeah, but
0: yeah, uh, we'll find out uh, next month yeah. when maybe when Microsoft finally shows some games like some Xbox games and not just here's some third party things. I don't know. We'll I, I hope Microsoft has a strong showing. Like I, I want them to have a strong showing. Uh, Cause Hey, yo PC, it's got good games. Fable baby. I'm Fable still, two on PC. I've never been able to play it.
6: I'm still excited about the, the integration story. So I I like the idea. Like when see if these came out, everyone mm-hmm. who had game pass had it. So if I got yep, some yep. friends that are invested in that ecosystem, a new cool game comes out; they all have it. I don't have to go try it and then convince my friends that it's worth yeah. getting, and then and hope that the game takes off. You know, like we all just have access to it day one yep. if we all pay that five dollars a month. And then even yep. better, if my spouse wants to watch a new episode of of Outlander, then mm-hmm. I can go upstairs and get on my PC and continue playing with my friends. And like that's totally. just such a compelling mm-hmm. story.
4: Yep.
6: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hundred oh percent.
4: And even taking that, I don't even, have friends, so <laughs> they further, like, uh, this is a real world thing for me. I have friends who don't have game pass because they don't, they will not do subscription services, which mm-hmm. I don't get, but they, that's how they are. So see if these launches on steam, I can say, Hey, I've played this game. It's fun. I played it cause I got it on game pass. If you guys ever want to check it out when it's on sale, I'll totally play it with you. And they already have like that year worm of like, Oh, this he's been playing it and says it's good. So I think that it works both ways too.
0: And then they come back and go. Have you heard about Sea of Thieves?
4: Oh my god! That's an inside <laughs> thing, but yes, that did happen recently with a game that I've been trying to sell them on for years. Yeah.
6: Uh, well, all I do is well, play play the Spire
4: anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You got to play Monster <laughs> Train. Oh yeah, yeah. I got it. I got yeah, it. I, I don't play need it. By
1: that. Hell
0: yeah, I
5: got it. I don't even like card games, so
0: oh, it's it's great. Well, it's great. we we're, nice. we're gonna wrap up here real quick. Just some last minute things. Allison, I believe you have yeah. an update
1: yeah just a quick update um the devs for li- uh little devil inside have apologized for the uh character design uh, and great. they're intending to change it
4: great yeah, that's, good. that's good to hear like, fantastic
5: It's good that I they're think, responding yeah. to criticism I mean I think they're positive.
4: based in Seoul I could be wrong about that oh, okay they're, they're I believe they're they're um and either in Korea or they're in Thailand or somewhere right. so the the it, it, yes, the, yeah. the 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 what I heard was like it's probably a cultural misunderstanding, not yeah. an intentional. Um, and that's what it sounded yep. like. Yeah, they're they, like they're in Seoul.
3: Yep. Okay, yeah, Seoul. Cool.
1: Yeah, the the way that they described it was like, "Here's our intention, but at the same time, regardless of our intentions, um, we have to yeah. sincerely well, apologize, to and uh, we're going to change these. Here are these things that we're going to change. If these aren't enough, we'll completely change it even more. That's
5: cool, it's cool that they That's cool that they're listening.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: don't change the old man pooping.
5: Yeah, please, please don't. Please don't.
0: No, we, we need no,
1: that. No, that's that's
0: that's what we need. <laughs> I need to, I need. I need more people. More more video game characters pooping, please. Uh, and so, last news story I want to hit on uh, is the Itch.io bundle for yeah. Oh, yeah, racial justice and inequality. Uh, it's over five million dollars now. Uh, there's like over fifteen hundred games in there. Yeah, uh, tabletop yeah. and video uh, it's, games. It's a crazy bundle. It
1: is. It's, it is a. An I, st- I still
0: have yet to buy it, and the higher the number goes, like I'm like, I, should I buy it? Probably. It's like, it's like para- yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm just like, the the higher the number goes, I'm like, oh no, it's like anxiety inducing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I especially since I think they realized that because there's no way to like add everything to your library yet. Um, it's no, just, yeah. uh, oh no they're still working on uh, ways to sort through this bundle and to uh, add all of it to your uh, library because there's just so much mm-hmm. of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a ridiculous bundle <laughs> um, really? and for a great cause too. So it's um, I, I bought it and I've been kind of looking through it for the past few days. I, Hopefully next week we'll be able to talk about some of the games that I played. But it has like an incredible amount of games. There's um,
5: like Celeste in there.
1: There's Celeste in there. There's Astrologaster, which I love. A short hike, which is in there. Mm. Um, Night in the woods, Uh, and
0: plenty of games that you've never heard of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From smaller developers that are just on itch. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: And so what I'm what I'm going to try to do is. try to play some games that I haven't heard of and then write reviews for the devs because cool. this is a really great thing that they're doing. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of games in there. And um, there's also, I think, some uh, a- uh, assets for game dev if you oh, want cool. to. Yeah. There's some tabletop games in there's, there.
4: That's awesome. Um, so yeah. many things Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to get it for sure. Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, I, I paid... Uh, since, like, the base price for it is... Five dollars. Uh, Five dollars. I paid fourteen twenty seven, which was a cent for each thing that was in there at the time <laughs> that I paid for it. It has since gone up to sixteen hundred fifty eight items in God. this bundle. Yeah. Um. So that's awesome of yeah. the
4: devs. It that's rules, super yeah. awesome of the devs.
1: It is. Yeah. Is, oh. and- super rad yeah the
4: way that itch works now if you haven't purchased anything there too is it does tie to your account too so you don't have to like keep all this stuff in a folder somewhere yeah um, it is tied i think we have a
1: launcher account. but i haven't do. yeah. downloaded it yet yep.
5: but also allison uh one game that you should try is speed dating for ghosts
1: oh but, i was just I looking that at that that looks really cute
5: yeah that's uh my cousin that's my cousin's game he loved it oh, or,
1: oh awesome
6: yeah i was literally just looking at it it looks hilarious
5: oh yeah it's good it's good yeah I felt like I couldn't write a review of it though because he's my cousin. So
6: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this
1: oh yeah, plot. I see. I see his name in in that in that thing. Yeah, this like, hey, uh, I know bundle will be <laughs>
0: up for another two hours or two days and fifteen hours and five minutes. Yeah, so and it has
1: already made over five million for a really great cause. Over six million. And, yep. Wow. Six million. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Wow.
0: That's great. And yeah. Wow. Well.
6: Yeah, go buy
1: it, that. Well, well deserved, yeah. So definitely
6: buy it. Ooh, uh, don't miss! Throw cubes into brick towers to collapse them.
3: <laughs> That's a, that <laughs> good amazing. Game. You're going to be name. hearing
0: from Steven Spielberg's
3: lawyers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god! It- it re- oh, <laughs> Death and Taxes uh, is in this bundle, oh, which really? I reviewed. Yeah, you like oh, yeah, you know, just, yeah, space? Yeah. Glitterman yeah, Grove in, of oh, Frog yeah, Fraction, I mean, like, which for I never bang, bang. bought and
1: I want it. So, Night there's a the lot woods. of games that I legit really want and I haven't played. So, even as somebody that's played a ton of uh, uh, indie games, it's still a really, really great deal. I mean, there's also Night a game from Studio there. Elang, which mm-hmm. is I a mean, favorite of Alex's. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay.
6: Wow! Between well, this and the RPGs I just picked up, I've got like thousands of hours oh God, of gaming.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> oh man,
0: I didn't I, know I that. You don't need a PS5. Who needs a PS5? Exactly. That's my point.
1: Nuclear Thrones in there. Picnicus in there. It's like it, there's so many games.
0: There.
5: There's a uh, Mortician's Tale.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been wanting to play that too.
5: Anyways, yeah.
0: Okay. yeah we we <laughs> yeah. could. Golf's we could spend another. I was gonna say we could list every game. Minutes yeah. in
3: there.
5: Cat, cat lateral damage.
0: Football drama. Cat lateral damage is so
5: dumb. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs>
0: it's so dumb. Okay. Anyways. Uh that that was the last thing. We'll be <laughs> yeah. back next week to talk about the PC gamer show, which is in like two hours. Yeah. Pardon wants to stay up and watch it. It's also Make the future coffee. game show, which is the Games Radar uh, show. Is after that. Uh, probably Persona is gonna be on. Uh. PC by the t- Persona Four Golden will probably be on PC by the time you hear on this.
1: Three portable, please.
0: <laughs> maybe so, maybe I, that'll be part of it too. Maybe I bleed for you,
4: Allison. I just don't think it's ever.
0: Gonna I happen. know
1: it won't, but I want it so bad.
0: <laughs> Bloodborne is supposedly coming to PC. I don't know when. I just started playing that on uh console again though, because I never played the it's DLC. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. I never I finished so, Bloodborne. Yeah. I'm a bad. It's, anyway, it's good. We'll see.
1: I, I didn't finish it because I'm casual. <laughs>
0: uh, that's going to do it for episode 125 of the Gaming Fix podcast. I've been your host, Andre Cole, AKA your partner's favorite Pantone color. You can find me on Twitter at CoolSlaw, C O O L S L 4 W. Uh, Alex, where can people find you?
5: You can find me listening to Coding Blocks at codingblocks.net. <laughs>
0: Okay, great. And Pat,
4: you can find me at PJC Plays and getting simultaneously interested in Last of Us Two discourse and mad at replaying Last of Us <laughs> Remastered, which I started last night. How far did you get? Uh, to the point where they're going to the capital, but I didn't actually. Oh, okay. Like right after okay. you escape the soldiers.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
4: the writing Allison. in that game is better than I remember. Okay. Allison.
1: Find me on Twitter at w r i t e r s e r e n y t y, and if there's a Wani Connie uh, social media, I don't think there is. But I am spending too no, much time. No, there is. On, oh, I don't really care about it then. But I'm still it's, spending it's too much time on Wani
2: updated. Kani. It's not I don't know what
4: off. that is, and I've avoided the- I avoided it. I don't need to know. Yes. It's for studying it's, I, Japanese. I've, say, I've sent it's screenshots
0: of where I do like about 200 reviews. I'm like, I did this, <laughs> and I hate myself. <laughs>
1: Yep. So I'm I'm joining you on that.
0: So uh, yay. they they were making like a digital textbook kind of thing, and then just fell off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, that was whole weird. I was like, oh, this I like Connie, Maybe their other thing would be good. And yeah. it's just unfinished. Not unfinished. Uh, good and to know they because have I have a was, lot of people's money.
1: I was thinking about uh, that too. Although I still technically was. Part of the beta for WaniKani, so I have a discount forever on it, which is oh my
4: god,
0: this
1: is nice.
4: <laughs> dangerous. We should we gotta we gotta we gotta leave anyway.
0: Anyway, <laughs> I need to uh, go. <laughs> Joe, uh, where can people find you? Uh, I suck at Twitter, but uh,
6: at Coding Blocks is a good place, and uh, yeah. Th- oh, and thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it and loved the mm. show.
0: Absolutely, oh, it's great to have you. Yeah. Thank
5: you. We're we have been talking about Coding Blocks on this podcast at least for the past two years, so <laughs> awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all listeners, if you haven't listened to coding blocks, give it a shot. Even if you're not a programmer, we love it. Race the <laughs> Uh
0: You can find uh, the podcast on Twitter at fix podcasts, uh, or you can go to fix.space, space, find our social media, find the podcast uh, for your podcast platform of choice. And you can head to podchasercom slash gaming fix to leave us a review. And we'll, uh, We'll Give you like little kisses over the internet <laughs> or big ones, yes, depends if or, you want,
4: or not at all if that's if you prefer. <laughs> I, um, Whatever kind of kisses uh, you want, or don't, yeah, or don't want, yeah,
0: yeah, lack thereof. Um, I don't know, that's I, uh, this is uh, your cash and checks. My lips can't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining me, everyone. <laughs>
3: Okay, bye. Video games, fuck yeah. yeah! Oh, yeah. And,
4: yeah. and Black Lives yeah. Matter, yeah. of
0: course. Oh yeah, absolutely. Of Make
4: sure you're paying attention to your local uh, protests and the people marching, and you know. Yep, don't look away.
3: That's all I can say. Yeah.
5: Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> See you next week.
3: <laughs> bye.